Hello and welcome. This is it. The moment you have all been waiting for. We've been building and building and teasing and building to it for weeks. It's finally here. Prepare for spoilers. Nothing is sacred as we dive in and discuss some amazing and maybe not so amazing games. This is Gaming Fixes Nonary Game Spoiler Cast. Hell yeah! Yeah! yeah. I'm up for that. All, that game's all right. Those Two games, of those games are all right. I don't know. I don't know. I heard the last one's whack. <laughs> the last one what is pretty whack. Oh, uh, I've actually I've been informed. Uh, this is not actually, in fact, a spoiler cast for the Nonary Games. Instead, it's a Game of the Year deliberation podcast. I hope you are all prepared. I was not. uh, So let's buckle up, strap in as we mount up to discuss our favorite music, moment, visuals, story, and games of the year in that order. Joining me on this fool's errand is one Alex. Yo, we really should have talked about Danganronpa last year. Should have played it. Agreed. Your fault. All Uh, your fault. (laughs) <laughs> here here to scream about spider-man allison that is both accurate and i am now prepared to scream about the notary games and i won't be able to do that so. uh here to scream back at her erica yep that's a good preview what's to come <laughs> uh, still picking up the pieces of his personal game of the year list our best boy pat uh, I can't even do it yet. It's going to get so mean later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And uh, kindly staying up far too late, Sam. I have my notes. <laughs> I took a really long time on them. Um, I thought... The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if anyone can't see on the stream, uh, Sam's notes says Donut County is whack. Uh, oh, wow. Also... <laughs> I definitely thought that, Sam, that you were just, you had a piece of paper and a pen that you were writing on, but you were using your keyboard as like a clipboard. And it was really hard for me to focus on Andre's intro because that's what I thought was happening. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. And I am Andre, the captain, captain of the good ship fix today. And I declare no mysterious artifacts aboard this ship. Karl Marx won't have it. Oh jeez, no! Let's not. Christ. This is- <laughs> we can't go down this road. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, so, what are we doing here exactly? I don't know, well, dude. Our goal is to pick our collective top three games for music, moment, visual, and story, with a single winner and two runners up. That is not; those are not ordered lists. And then, game of the year will have a ordered top ten list, whether. The six of us all make it out of that list alive remains to be seen, but there will be 10 games in an order. Uh, We have assembled a list of nominees already and maybe whittled it down a little bit. If some of us went, what the hell are you talking about? I played, I'm the only one who played that and that game's no good. Uh, And we will be considering games from December or from January 1st to November 30th with December games not in the running to avoid too much bias towards new things and to give it some time to breathe because, hey, a lot of good games came out this year and especially in December. What the fuck? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Not, yeah. 
I, I don't got money for this. Uh, so <laughs> those games will be eligible in 20, uh, 2019 when we judge from December 1st to November 30th. Uh, obviously, there will be spoilers. We will try to give some warning. There are some people in this group who do not want spoilers for certain games, so they will duck out of the conversation. You can too. Uh, if you keep an eye on the stream, you should be able to see when our topic changes as the video will change. Yep. And we will have we'll big scrolling letters that say spoilers over the video. And <laughs> we will try not to randomly blurt out the end of games or any major moments like we did on our Spider-Man spoiler cast where two seconds in, we blurted out the end of the game. <laughs> uh, so... With all of that said, if there are no objections, I think we can get right into best music. Yeah. Uh, the way this is going to work is we will each select and vote for two to four games, I think, for music. Maybe each vote for two to four games, depending on your feelings. And then we will cut what does not have a significant number of votes or any votes and then we will move on from there and start making hard cuts and decisions. Um, so we like to start off positive here. What's our list, Andre? Well, first, I want you know, I just want to say, best music is us is a space for us to recognize original scores. Not, I think we decided that licensed, like fully licensed soundtracks, probably don't cut it here. Uh, there are, but uh, well, I'm looking at a different uh, list. So, Tetris Effect has a lot of licensed music in it. That's mostly all original. It's all original. Yeah, it is? Okay. It, yeah. Yeah. It just it, happens uh, to be cool. very uh, popular. Also, well, they also tagged a bunch of different artists then to do. I, something. I, yeah, I, I, they brought it in for that. Like, there's a specific. Anyway, it has an excellent. Uh, so we're looking for games that use original scores. Games like Forza Horizon Four, which have like excellent you know, an excellent collection of music are um, not eligible for this category. Beyond that, uh, there's nothing extremely specific other than, hey, it's got some bops, uh, genre regardless. So our nominees for this category are Battletech, Celeste, Deltarune, Donut County, Dragalia Lost, Florence, Forgotten Anne, God of War, Just Shapes and Beats, Octopath Traveler, Return of the Obra Dinn, and Tetris Effect. So, uh, Alex, would you like to stake your claim on any of those yeah. games? And since we haven't laid this ground rule at the start, multiple people can vote for the same thing, right? Yes, like, yes, yeah, multiple people can I, vote for the same game. If I, I vote, we will determine whether or not a game should hang. I think we're encouraging not gaming it too. Like, if you think God of War should be on this list, you should put your name by it, even if you think someone else is going to put their name by it, because that's kind of the point. Exactly, yep. yes. Right. Well, I am going to throw my weight behind an underrepresented game and throw it into Forgotten Man. Okay. How many votes are we doing? We should lock that in. We're we doing uh, two for this one. Let's start with two and see how the list looks. Cool. Uh, Allison, you're up oh, next. All right. I am going to start off with Octopath Traveler. 
Okay. This is going to be hell. Wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> I know. We're talking about Octopath Traveler. <laughs> and it has the best music of the year. Oh, I will dear. It. Okay, okay. We'll get oh, there. No. We'll get it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, Erica? Oh, man. I was kind of hoping you weren't coming to me next. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put my vote on Obradin. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Pat, you are next. Uh, I have to throw my weight behind Battletech. Jesus Christ. Have to, because no one has to. <laughs> Eric, I think you have to hit enter. Oh. I have listened to the Battletech soundtrack eight <laughs> times. Wait, wait you say Battlesex? Battletech. Battletech. Battlesex? Battle <laughs> yep. Uh, so we've established it's Battlesex. <laughs> Sam. Different game. Also what exists. Game? Different game. What game would you like? What? Uh, what <laughs> game would you like to put your? Uh, oh, I know what game Sam wants to uh, support. Yeah, you're right. Ba 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 ba. Only game. The fact that, that you humming that could have been in one, <laughs> two, <laughs> three, four, five games on this list. <laughs> Tells me that it's not gonna last. No, it was I literally just finished that game and I was like, "What game is he?" I was like, "I think that's God of War," but I'm not one. I, I knew that it was God of War. I'm a good hummer. Hundred percent. I'm just here. I'm here for the moments. Okay. Well, <laughs> not anyway, the best moment. Okay. I'm going to throw my vote in. I'm not going to hem and haw. It's Tetris Effect. Ooh, Andre, you're so wrong. <laughs> Don't make me fight you. Oh, uh, we will. Wait. We've got we've got things. We got later. Just because you don't want to pay for Tetris doesn't mean it's a bad soundtrack. I've listened to that soundtrack two times through because the first time I went, "How the hell is this game so beloved with music like this?" And then oh I listened God. to it again to try to prove okay. it to myself or to try to figure we'll, it out. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we're also Coward. there though. <laughs> my cat just tried to steal a slice of my pizza, so that was funny. <laughs> All right. Am I am I voting again? Is that what's happening? Mm-hmm. Yes. Man, if we're only getting two votes, this becomes actually difficult here. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, I need to say just shapes and beats. Okay. Julie, you're killing me. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Uh, we're splitting the vote so much. <laughs> we were going to have two for the same one. Now we're not. We will. <laughs> Oh yeah, sure. uh, that oh, could have been. Uh, yes. that could have been one or three Allison. though. Uh, for my second, I'm going with Tetris Effect. Yeah. Wow. Okay, good. Erica. For my second, I'm also going with Tetris Effect. Yeah. Nice. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll make a playlist for you guys of good electronic music later. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It's not the songs, it's, it's how they're used. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was just written Skrillex on a whiteboard with lots of exclamation marks. <laughs> I'll just link the Kingdom Hearts trailer with that. <laughs> oh my god. That will not be up for best music. Before, I can tell you that. Uh, Pat. Uh, well, uh, okay, so for me, I cannot believe that Alex is doing me this dirty, but I'm going to have to put a vote in for Florence. That was that was one of the other ones I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. What Really? Okay. Oh, interesting. Sam. Second vote for uh, Return Second of the Oberdin. Oh, gee, what the? Okay. 
Hmm. That would have been my third vote if we were doing a third vote. So. Yeah, that's. But, hmm. No. How, how have none of us voted for Celeste, though? I know. Yeah. yeah. None of you voted for Celeste. How strange. <laughs> oh. What have you done? I don't know if the system's going to work, guys. <laughs> I prepared a whole thing about how, like, I think Celeste also, is great and it can be on this list. It's just not the winner. And y'all didn't vote for it. Also, Andre not voting for Donut County is, like, biggest surprise of 2018. I mean, I, like, Sam, I mean, could I could. prepare your notes? So I could, because Quack it. Anthem is the song of the year. I'm, well, at Whack Anthem. Wait, wait. Andre, oh, no. Andre, did you put your second vote? No, I have not. Oh. oh, okay. So we still have time to to, to okay. write this wrong. Uh, God, I, are you trying to like influence me? Yes. Trying uh, to be a YouTube influencer. What if I just put a second vote on Tetris Effect? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. Can if you want. It'll it'll uh, make the category pretty easy. Cause... See, the the problem for me is none of like I played all my games with headphones this year. And no game really had its music stand out to me. Uh, but I think Florence, out of the games I played, actually did stand out a bit to me. So Florence is my second vote. Shit, I'm totally okay with this list. as, And we can just end this category now. The votes uh, have it. Move on. I'm going <laughs> to say the return of the Oberdin soundtrack is actively bad so <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, I, you I, have think a, I have like things i, I, I say i literally bad, wrote i mean i'm bad is strong but yeah. i don't think it's the best of the year i literally I, wrote an entire page about the music of uh, octopath traveler so i think we should have a little chat at least <laughs> so we're, we're we're just we're okay with just ditching the four that got no votes at this point, right? <laughs> Celeste, Delta Rune, Donut County, and Dragalia Lost. I knew that Dragalia Lost would make it, so we can definitely cut it, but that I just think that yeah, it has... Why did you vote for it if you it loved it? Right hmm? Sorry, I was being mean. Carry on. I'm not going to delete them, but I'm going to make them red in the list. About that. These are the games with no votes. Pour uh, some perhaps out. I should, perhaps I should like del- I should Im- like bold Celeste as well. That I've been getting shit for not liking Celeste <laughs> for the last like six months, and none of you voted for it. Does okay, anyone? But I think that the music is the least like like the music's very very good. But I feel like it's not what I want to put. Like it's not the game I necessarily want to push for. Or this isn't the category yeah. I want. I mean, Celeste I'm kind of kidding. I I actually for me the Celeste this is the only category I would have been. Like I was actually prepared to argue in favor of Celeste's music. It's not in my personal top three, so I'm not going to vote for it. But I think it has great music. I also think that if we're considering it in terms of in gameplay, that because you have to listen to the same song on loop as you fall off the same platform 400 times in a row, that that hurt the music to me a little bit, even though by itself, it's fantastic. Wait, it's so like, before we do that, should we just, are we all agreeing that Delta and Donut County and Dragalia lost are, are lost causes? Uh, I feel sad about Deltarune, but yeah. I mean, uh, Quack Anthem is the song of the year, so that's okay. I'm I'm willing to concede that maybe the rest of the uh, soundtrack is not certified bangers. It's right. like my jump up superstar of last year. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I mean, Quack Anthem is is undeniably a classic, but right. I, I don't know if there's any other songs that really, I'm like, wow, I need to listen to that. I don't know that there's any other songs in that game. 
There is. There, there is. is. There I'm, is. I'm there, kidding. There, there are things. All right. Don't. I'm going to do this. Pat. I'm, I'm going starting off with the animosity. I'm going to delete those three right now. Four, three. I think we have to have a talk <laughs> about Celeste. I guess <laughs> yeah, even we though do. we did two rounds of voting in a very standard voting way, we're still keeping the game on for some yeah, reason. I mean, I feel like <laughs> I, I have a electoral college is going to pull us Celeste, through. Though. For me, it was between Just Shapes and Beats and Celeste, and I know that I'm one of two that played Just Shapes and Beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be honest, with Just Shapes and Beats, I think that were we considering the licensed music in there, I would have considered voting for it, but I think by cutting out all the licensed music, while I think what's there is very good, I don't think that it was as good as some of the licensed music that was in that game. Sure. So, well, if we're talking cool. about it purely as that original soundtrack and not taking like the stuff that came from other artists, then I would switch my vote because like, I I'm, think I'm thinking, are. cause I, if we're just talking about the original tracks, there's like eight, of, eight, yeah, or eight, eight of yeah. And I mean, like we said no license. Music. All right. Then I'm switching my vote from just shapes yeah. and beats then. I mean, I, I okay. agree that personally I would have probably made an exception for that game, but I also think if we're, that opens a door and then we have to make exceptions for other games too. And yeah. Cause like, the the reason to vote for that game soundtrack is because that game lives and dies by it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. phenomenal game where you're playing. I mean, it's like you're playing the music. I don't know. Like that game. I think the music is more integral to that game than it is even in Tetris effect. Um, I would agree. Because you, the, the music is like the level. So, yeah. but I think I personally feel that just shapes and beats. I have weight to throw behind it in other areas. Yeah. And, and so if, um, if we're talking about, removing those licensed tracks then yeah i'm pulling my my vote from just shapes and beats and putting it in okay list. So okay then let's get rid of just shapes and which, beats. which feels so weird removing it for best <laughs> for i <that>. agree <laughs> but yeah it's it's a weird thing then because it's so and actually by that notion i mean we're we're gonna talk about it i know but but i think that the reason that i didn't end up voting for return of the Oberdin, even though it's on my list of favorite three is that because there is so little music in it I think that it is hard to, and it's somewhat repetitive. I think it's hard to defend that game's music. Mm-hmm. I think saying it's actively bad is not fair at all. I don't think that it's, I mean, if you, I, I listen to that soundtrack too, and it's, I, I think it's a really percussive soundtrack in the context of the game. And I think it fits really well. And it's, I have listened to it out of game a few times, but it's also like 26 minutes long. Yeah. So I, I think it's super impressive in that Lucas Pope did like, like he did everything in that game, including yeah. the soundtrack. So in that sense, it's super impressive. I just think qualitatively, it, I found the compositions to be really meh, okay, <laughs> but I, I'm also, me, I'm also coming from a educated musician mm-hmm. standpoint. So give, give me one second. I want to read off the nominees for those audio listeners. Yes. Well, they can see so, it. Oh, for audio. Sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. After you can see it. So after this round of voting, we have on our list remaining Battletech. Saved at the last minute, Celeste, <laughs> Florence, Forgotten Anne, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Return of the Obra Din, and Tetris Effect. All right. So what do we want to do, man? <laughs> this is going to be rough because I think that there's a couple of games here that have one vote. Like, uh, so, okay. So I think for, for me, first thing is forgotten. Anne. yeah, Alex, tell us about it. Want me Sell to us on the soundtrack. Want, want me to put some on in the Play background while we chat. Let's is have 20 seconds. Copyright stricken. We'll probably we could get, 
we could get copyright stricken as long as we're okay with this video getting removed from Facebook after it's done. <laughs> Fine, it doesn't really matter. I don't care. All right, I'm bringing in this observer. Well, what what about the soundtrack did it for you? So I'm gonna play it. <laughs> Sorry, it'll just take me a second because I'm doing this. All right, you're seeing this, friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm just gonna toss mm-hmm. this on. I'm gonna make the volume a little lower because it's probably gonna start really loud. It's really it was really loud when you played Quack Anthem. This is God of War. That's God of War. <laughs> oh, okay, so now I see Forgotten yeah. Anne is actually God of War. Yeah, Forgotten Anne. <laughs> oh, okay, interesting. Forgotten Atreus. Two two votes for Forgotten God. So this game is going to the symphony. Yeah, but like the thing is, this game is. Uh, a small, small, small team. I'm talking like uh, less than 10 people. Indie studio. And the crazy thing about the soundtrack is the fact that uh, it was composed, arranged, orchestrated, and performed by this guy, and it was performed by the Copenhagen Philharmonic Orchestra. Yeah, you may want to turn it down about a lot more, actually. It's fine. Uh, I'll switch, and then I'll, I'll repeat myself, but the thing uh, I kind of heard what you were saying. Oof, yeah. You're a yeah. small team. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Let's just, I'll just let this play for a little bit so you can kind of get the context. We could listen to that whole thing but the thing is like i'll repeat what i was saying and tiny indie studio out of europe and the music was all composed arranged orchestrated and then performed by the copenhagen philharmonic orchestra it was not done with synthesis it wasn't done with like uh traditional video game stuff like celeste that was all midi uh mm-hmm. like that's another indie, but like God of War, obviously that's a real orchestra, but for an indie studio of less than 10 people to do that kind of arrangement and orchestration and to do a full soundtrack like that all with a live orchestra is extremely rare in games and almost unheard of for indie games. Like that's how seriously they took the soundtrack and it's composition is like insanely good and evokes the emotions of that game. Like perfectly. Like I think that game would have been, less if it didn't have that soundtrack and the game because i know i think i'm the only one who played it uh yeah the game overall has a very studio ghibli vibe to it and the soundtrack is half of that vibe like they very much nail the kind of joe hisashi feel just as much as the visuals nail the like miyazaki feel so I listened to that soundtrack from start to finish and I agree that compositionally it's like, it's really, really impressive. I think it's hard to argue. I think it's worth pointing out that it was an indie studio that, that, and that that's very, that's very rare and impressive. I don't think that factors into whether it has the best music for me, but with that said, I think it's of the film score style, um, soundtracks that we got this year it's definitely top three to me um in that like i felt that like that BattleTech and god of war were the three that i was really impressed with at the end so mm. um i don't know it's tough because i think it is extraordinarily good yeah. um i i was more i found 
BattleTech more engaging personally when That's listening fine. to it. And I think another thing, like especially for this game in particular, is my only having been the only one to have played it. Uh, there's a ton of characters in that game, and all of them have their own themes. So like that's something you're not really noticing. Like so, when this character enters the scene, like they're getting their own theme that you're recognizing. It's like oh, it's it's bulb or whatever, mm-hmm. and sure. which is really 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 cool. And it's yeah, I I think just from a compositional standpoint as well as production value and how it fits in with the narrative as well as the whole vibe, it's the best soundtrack this year. It just it just on those merits. So okay. Uh, other one, Sam, make your case for God of War. Uh, God of War has an amazing soundtrack. Uh, I'm not like musically educated. I'm a heathen. Um, but like, uh, the main God of War theme is so recognizable and so memorable that I expect that most of us could have hummed it without having heard it for like, I haven't played God of War since March and I could have hummed that soundtrack at any point this year. I, couldn't. I, mean, I, I would not have been able to. I recognize it when you hummed it, but I couldn't. <laughs> I played it. Honestly, ago, I finished I it last week, and if you asked me, I'd be like, uh. <laughs> I'm, "I'm sorry," because I think it's a great score and a great yeah, team. No, I don't I, think it's bad. It's just it's just that the claim that any of us could is like, uh, I don't know. But what you were saying, Sam, when it goes back, like when you get the blip. Wait, wait, spoilers. When <laughs> when when you encounter a scenario in which home, it makes it makes sense to play some of the old music yeah that scene was extremely yeah. well executed agreed uh, i have that queued up if we want to listen to it but if we all know it we don't have to i think we know what no what happens. Uh, i'm fine with it yeah okay um I, yeah uh, for, for me i think it's like i would have probably said that's the most like that's probably my soundtrack of the year of all of the nominations that we have on the list. Um, I, I think that we would be crazy to cut it right now. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying we're cutting it. I'm just, you know, finding the ones that have a single vote and hearing what people have to say. I also say that I think it, the, the biggest like best selling point for me is how it underscores the emotional moments in the game. Um, so, uh, like the conversation that, um, uh, Kratos has with Atreus when he's like explaining his history and the music that plays there. Um, and, uh, I mean, just for me, like pound for pound that, like that soundtrack, like gives me goosebumps, like hearing it reminds me of how amazing it was to play that game because the game and the soundtrack are so intrinsically linked. So that's that's just that my personal opinion on that one totally valid not very eloquent maybe i should have written those no i think you got the point across and i agree with you i think it's an extraordinary soundtrack i think in some ways compositionally it's the best soundtrack of the year like you were saying i just think that um it's less integral to the gameplay than other games gameplay definitely not but i would say Uh, story it's probably the most linked mm, i disagree yes. pretty strongly but, I disagree, yeah. but 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 i i think that i'll say way, i didn't play a lot of these games though yeah. so that's that's, the, yeah. I, that's I, the thing i think it's, i still think it's pretty spectacularly produced and yeah. and composed it, and performed it is the highest production value yes that we have on here i would say yeah. mm-hmm. you'd hope i mean they had a whole orchestra play out live at e3 
play play the music for it. That's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I played that entire game with headphones on, and I don't remember any of the music. But we'll we'll come back uh, next. Pat BattleTech. Yeah, Why so this work? is another one. I don't know that. Um, given the the list of stuff that we have, like to me, this is the third one where Tetris Effect wouldn't be on my list. But um, BattleTech's soundtrack is just it surprised me with how good it is. I, I wasn't expecting a ton from it because while the the previous Hairbrain Schemes games or Shadowrun games have solid music and it's the same composer, the the music in BattleTech, like if we can play the 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 one in column C, that's short. We don't have to listen to the whole thing either, but that's the opening theme. Like as soon as I booted it up the and the opening cutscene started, it, it, I just like the music like melted me in terms of like the string arrangement. Um, it's a little distorted. I'm yeah, it's coming through. Can we do it a different way? Sorry, experiment. Yeah, it sounded like it was, was coming say, through. I think the it's mic. coming through your speakers or something. No, yeah, no. it sounded like it was coming through the microphone. Yeah, it was, I was trying something different. It didn't work. Yeah. played along that that track played alongside the opening cinematic Oops, sorry. i was like extreme <laughs> I, I was immediately like emotionally connected to what was going on in that story even though i expected to run big robots into each other and i was kind of not anticipating that kind of emotional connection but because of the quality of the score i think it does a lot to foster that and then i also think kind of sort of in a, in a similar vein to forgotten Anne, um the the amount of music is really impressive and it doesn't feel repetitive. Mm -hmm. Um, there are plenty of more like you would listen to it and go, Oh yeah, that sounds like what would be in a robot, big robot game, but they don't get repetitive and every battle so far has had unique music, um, because of the way that it plays it. I don't think that each track is necessarily unique, but it's just impressive that for these scenarios where you're sitting in and playing, excuse me, for an hour sometimes in the mission, it feels like you're not hearing the same music over and over again. Um, and I thought it was really impressive with that said, I don't think it's as tied to the gameplay as some of the other games on this list either. So. Right. So it's, you're saying it's like emotionally charged, but also really good background music more than anything else. Well, uh, I don't know if I would say that in that I, it's the soundtrack I have listened to the most surprisingly out of all of these on its own while I've been working. I think that it's, far better than background music that's what surprised me about it but you don't need that game could have no music and still make my top 10 like it's like the quality of the music is extremely high but it's it's still a filmic score over a strategy game mm -hmm. it's not mm -hmm. like something like florence where that game doesn't exist without its music or sure. like tetris effect where that game doesn't ex whether regardless of my thinking on the quality of it that game doesn't exist without its music or just shapes uh, and beats rest in peace yeah, right. And if we were considering the licensed music, I probably yeah. wouldn't have even, I would have changed my vote if Just Shapes and Beats was going to go away. Yeah, um, totally fair. From Battletech. So, uh, yeah. So do you think? I do like you, it a lot. Everybody should listen to it and play that video game. But do you think it should go from this list? Probably, yeah. Because we, okay. we're looking at 
I would I would fight for Florence far harder than I would fight for BattleTech uh, okay. for this particular sure. list. Okay. Thank you for making that sacrifice, Pat. Farewell <laughs> to BattleTech. I want to play that game, but I, I just I don't know if I can like actually dedicate myself to playing. We'll talk through. about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll, that. Yeah, you'd be surprised. It, it seems like it's really cool. It is really cool. Um, okay, Allison. Yes. Let's, let's, don't read your full essay. I won't read the entire thing. Okay. So, <laughs> Give us uh, the cliff notes. Because I, I legit included quotes from like one of the producers of the game. Like the, that's the level. But basically, um, I feel like Octopath Traveler not only has like a very listenable soundtrack. Like I've, I've, I do actively listen to it while I'm at work. But it also does a lot to a lot of heavy lifting in terms of storytelling, and then also does some really interesting things with the music. Um, so since the the game focuses around uh, eight main characters, each of them all have their own themes, but within those themes, they also all have their own instruments that are mostly highlighted. So like Ulbrich has the trumpet, Ophelia has the flute, etc. But like they're also utilized there in very specific ways. Like for example, Primrose's main instrument is a guitar, but her Oh, we still lose. We still lose you, Allison. <laughs> melody kind of performed by the vi- violin. Oh no! How much <laughs> no, did you you're, back. you're back. You're back. You're back. Okay. How much did you get of my? Um, the, 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 like we got. We got up seconds. to your Primrose's guitar. Okay, cool. But Primrose's instrument is a guitar, um, but her songs are actually the melody is performed by a violin, which kind of hints at her more noble background because that's the. Uh, Cyrus's uh, instrument, which is which was uh, geared more towards his um, specific uh, story, and then additionally, like this music was also performed by a live or- orchestra, which allowed for some interesting direction. Um, and, and actually, the instrument, the direction towards the pl- uh, playing is actually really specific. So, for example, uh, Alvin's instrument is the saxophone, but the performer was told to play it basically like so it doesn't sound like a saxophone if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so it's basically so it's does try to like avoid all the modern sounds of the saxophone and just purely focus on uh, the warmth of the instrument um and then additionally since all of these themes uh are um very specific on their own they were also written so that they transition directly into the boss music, um, which the boss music is mostly shared uh, based on each chapter. So, but due to people, you know, getting to those points at different times in the songs, they had to figure out how all these songs could kind of ramp up into the boss music in like various points in the song. So they're all written very, very specifically. And I think it makes it really extraordinary. I actually, that was the so- the soundtrack the other day in our chat. I said, uh, shit, a game I thought that was going to be easy to cut really isn't. And it was Octopath that I was talking about. Um, I think that the the way that, as you were describing, like different characters have different instruments is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely can see an argument for that over a couple other games on this list. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a musician's soundtrack kind of soundtrack with all the different ways it's layered and used to highlight characters and mm-hmm. backgrounds and things. Yeah, and, and there are certain tracks in it. Like, for example, the second track that I put on our list 
it, it kind of combines, it also uses all these instruments and kind of combines it all. So all of the characters have their own specific uh, theme. All of the regions have their own specific music. So there, it's just very, it does a whole lot of storytelling with, within just the purely the music, which I think is really impressive. And I, I think it also just sounds really good. Okay. Thank you for that. And I guess our last last one we have to hear about is uh, that only one person has voted for is uh, Celeste. <laughs> Alex. Woo. I don't know if there's that much to actually say about it beyond yeah, the I fact mean, that it's like it's chip tunes, but no, like it's, it's, it's also excellent. Like it's extremely good chip tunes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think Lena rain did an excellent job with the soundtrack. Like it's a really cool combination of that chip tune kind of vibe, but also like she uses guitars. She uses uh, yep. like live synths and stuff like that, like modular synths, which is really cool. And, and I think in terms of like themes, like what oh, Sam yeah. was saying about God of war, not to, not to, I'm not trying to dump on God of war, but um, the main uh, melody of the Celeste soundtrack was one that stuck with me more. Yeah. And I would have been able to pick that out uh, immediately because it's incredibly catchy and enjoyable to, to listen to. Yeah. I mean, I can call that theme to mind right now. I mean, obviously yep. I've listened to it recently, but like even before I would be able to call it to mind because it's just, it's very memorable. And yep. I think specifically if we're going to talk about one track, like I could play it, but it's the 10 minute track at the end, uh, the mountain pass, the summit climb. Like that is one of the most perf- perfect songs of this year, just because like it goes through as you're going through the various, well, spoilers <laughs> as you're climbing from the bottom of the mountain and you're going through all of the stages, the stages again, but with the themes, like it's going through all the themes and melodies of those individual stages, but reharmonized to be big and epic and like it, but it's all flowing together and it's a, it's a really, really, really cool uh, composition. Yeah. I think that, like I said, the like the way it breaks down for me is that I think that soundtrack gets extremely repetitive as you play one screen of Celeste over and over and over and over and over and over again, <laughs> which is what I, it's actually the most listenable soundtrack to me. If this category, if we define it as the soundtrack you want to listen to most away from the game, I would probably say Celeste wins, but in the in the game it, i ended up getting frustrated with it because i had to hear it over and over and over again <laughs> that's, that's fair I, I, I too think, much I think that's definitely thing. a reasonable thing because i i remember the specific um music at the end of like the mountain pass and it's like i thought it was really interesting but again yep. that's the, one of the hardest sec- that's the hardest section of the game so yeah. it's like oh this is very interesting but then you get to your hundredth fall and you go oh yeah and i, I also yeah. see where you're coming from but like um super meat boy is a game i beat like i finished it uh, all the way to the the end and uh when you get to the last levels when you get to like the heaven levels and the hell levels and stuff like that you are listening to the to the soundtrack like a zillion times and like i would say yeah that's still like i kind of had the same thing where i was like okay i'm dying forever and i'm hearing the exact same track for like two hours and yeah at that point it's kind of like a (laughs) pavlovian response in the bad way um but i can go back and listen to that soundtrack now and still love it because like it's just as a soundtrack it's still absolutely amazing yeah, I guess if that's the metric, we should bring Battletech back, you know? Like, that's because I've, I've listened to the Battletech soundtrack like 20 times this week. So if it's the best soundtrack to listen to outside of the game, totally. It's just, I don't know. 
Yeah, it's uh, tough to say. <laughs> we're not we're not saying we have to cut it now. No, but, no, no, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. There, I think there is something to like if like you have. Does it? So the song starts over if you die, right? Or no. does it keep going? It, it keeps going. going. Oh, okay. Then, then my thoughts on that are a little better than what Pat had to yeah, say, but I, I, I can agree and see where he's coming from on that. It does loop though, especially yeah, the mountain yeah. cast one, because it's a 10 minute composition that has parts. It's yeah. set to loop the part uh, that it's yeah, more yeah, yeah. the section you're in. So it'll eventually start over yeah. again. Also, um, if it's done well and, it I should be noted the B-side and C-side remixes are fucking great. <laughs> yeah, you know, I actually haven't ha- haven't heard those. They're, um, they're really good. But, I mean, I would say I would probably cut Forgotten Man and God of War over Celeste, but... I could see that, but... Uh, unless anyone... Unless Alex is, like, willing to cut Forgotten Man right away. Not really. I think it's really okay. good. I, I, I know what I would cut. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, you want to talk a little bit about Florence, Pat? Yes. Um, we can, we can tag team this one. (laughs) Yeah. Florence's soundtrack is, um, I keep saying the best, the best, the best on these other two, but I don't know. Like Florence's soundtrack is shorter than these other ones because it's a short game. Like 45 Um, minute game. Yeah. Um, but Florence's soundtrack is so integral to the emotional impact of that game and not really, not that I'm saying that that what Sam was saying about God of War is invalid, but not in that way. It's the, first of all, the, 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 the love interest of the protagonist, the other main character in the game is a cellist. Um, and so he's kind of represented in the soundtrack by the cello in sort of a similar way to, mm-hmm. uh, what, what Allison was saying about, um, Octopath. Uh, mm-hmm. and the, 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 the thing I didn't realize, like I was talking to Alex about this soundtrack privately, like away from the game. Um, Cause there was a really profound moment. And then we got to talking about the music. Um, and uh, he pointed out that there's a track that only has two instruments in it, um, a cello and a piano. Well, and I had this realization that the, the entire Florence, soundtrack. Yeah. No, that's, that's, there's actually woodwinds and all kinds of other stuff in it. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. But there, but there is a track, the track that was pertaining to the moment we were talking about does, prominent like does only really feature cello and piano and the piano represents Florence and like that was like when I realized that it was like a like a mind-blowing like the the music in that game is just so tied to the emotional impact of what you're seeing because there isn't any text or spoken dialogue so the music kind of acts as a dialogue between Mm -hmm. the two of them um and I think it's on top of all that, it's just a spectacularly listenable soundtrack too. And it's very hopeful when it needs to be hopeful and it's sad when it needs to be sad. And it conveys the emotions of every specific moment in that game yeah. perfectly. And it should be noted, Kevin Pankin is an Australian God. <laughs> He's the composer. You, I, everyone in this room knows him because he was the composer from uh, Made in Abyss. I, I would I would happily, even though I love Oberdin and it's one of my top three personally i would happily cut it for florence i think florence for me is the wins this category me, uh, me so too I, w- it, I would say there's no way we can cut florence yeah it does a really great job of telling that story and pulling you through even though it's like a fairly simple soundtrack like it's not you know technically complex or anything but the way it's layered together is like done very well and in like a tasteful and thoughtful way 
Also, I feel like it's exactly the soundtrack that the game needs. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that you could get a more better, a better soundtrack for Florence than what exists. Yeah, and like you said, Pat, like it conveys the emotions perfectly. Like it, from like the jovial parts of like when, uh, oh God, I don't remember the guy's name right now. When Florence and dude meet. Krish. I played it Krish, Krish, like, yeah. a Thank couple you. minutes ago. Thank you, Krish. <laughs> when those two, when those two meet, like. It's just bouncy yeah. and cute yeah. and sweet. And then when you get to the latter chapters and it's really just desolate, like it's, it's really, really emotionally evocative. It's yep. super, super good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then please explain the madness, Erica and Sam return of the Oberdin. Every time you get a cool clue, the music plays and it gives you like a shot of adrenaline in your yeah. entire yeah. body. No, that's totally why it's in my top three. Like I, I understand what Alex is saying. I disagree personally that it's that it's not well composed, but um, or executed, whatever. But but it's that like when you hit the compass, they're like na 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 dun dun, and then it goes into that scene. And then, yeah. like, sometimes the music does it, like, bump, 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 bump. So I, I, I will uh, say, I will say that, tracks. I will That's say that, uh, that da-da was pretty great. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was evocative, but. And that's why oh, I don't boy. have a ton of fight for it here is that there's only those, there's only there's a very little music in the game. It's, it's very good use of audio. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll yeah. say about it. It's not so much the songs. It's more like the rush that you get when you hear the songs. Cause you did something cool or you did, you know, you figured something out. Mm -hmm. It's, it's more of the reaction than the song themselves, which I also feel yeah. similarly about Tetris effect. I uh, yeah. Like there's like four tracks or whatever in that game. And that it doesn't get repetitive. And I played it in like three sessions. I tend to uh, agree with every that. time the music came up. I was like, "Yes, fucking this music's yes. so good." Yeah, I, I might have turned the and music off. And when you've off. got three guys right, and it's like, <laughs> dun, dun, and it's just like more yeah. like an argument for so Oberdin itself rather than the music. Yeah, I so think that that feeling of like when you, especially when you figure it out, is really great. But I don't know if that's necessarily best music or more because yeah, the game made you feel that way not the design. music, music in a, in a way, it's, it's hard to, to tell because it is so simplistic and yeah. yeah yeah i mean i think it's tough to say that the music didn't i think the music assists with you feeling that way i think yeah, it, yeah, yeah. the music didn't make you feel that way we could probably cut god of war and celeste and octopath right now because those are all games that would be great without having great music you know right um, that's true but but, uh, I mean, but i mean i feel like there's like when it comes to how much music there is, I mean, Oberdin, it, it, it already has a, a an upwards battle considering of just how little music Agreed. there is. Yeah, I agree. And I, that's kind of why I was so, this game specifically, we talked a little bit a few weeks ago about whether we were going to call this best music or best sound. That's mm -hmm. kind of why mm -hmm. I was wanted to nail that down so much because mm -hmm. if it had been best sound, I think that Ober that there's a better argument for Oberdin. Yes. I would agree. It's yeah. that sound is so percussive. And because when you add in things like the little bit of voice acting that's there is really cheesy and good. And like the sound of the rain falling on the ship is great, but I think it's hard to argue for this game against Florence and uh, Celeste and uh, God of war and 
apparently Tetris effect for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Like I will say that's an eight hour game with 26 minutes of music. Like exactly. the, the yeah. best, the best parts of that game for me were when there was no music playing. Um, like, because that it's just more ambient sound when you're like mm. hearing the sound of the yeah. ship and you're hearing all the totally. stuff. I and see like, that argument. For and sure. like the only time the music really plays is when you're talking about like when you solve something, it's the same music every time when you start one of the memories, I don't know what we want to call it. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. when you start one of those and like, each of the chapters has its own theme basically. Uh, Mm -hmm. so some of them are kind of shared, but, um, like, I don't know. I found it not, I I did not like it at all. (laughs) There was parts I liked, but just for me, I I was very against it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, can we cut it after that conversation? Do do Um, Erica and Sam feel okay about that? I don't want to betray Sam. <laughs> I don't want to betray Sam, but like if it comes down to cutting Florence over it or, you know, Celeste over I mean, it. Like, it sounds like Florence is going to win. So I don't think we need to think about Florence yeah. being cut versus well, Oberdin. Here's the question, Sam. Would you cut Oberdin or God of War? Uh, those were the only two that I wanted. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> God of, I feel like God of War is better. I would probably cut Oberdin over God of War. I would but tend like to the reason I'm the reason that I love Oberdin is a is a reason that you couldn't get if it wasn't a video game. So it's the way well, that don't music worry, we'll makes talk you about feel that. when you play it. If you're worried about Oberdin not getting its due, like the the music, I think it's the the audio and stuff. I think will totally play into later discussions. But yes. I think for this category, it doesn't really match. Yeah, I'm okay with cutting with the, it with the way we have determined or with the way it, yeah. what it's kind of up against and deciding its best uh, music I mean, instead of best audio. We're into the top seven here, so we're going to have to make cuts that people care and about. So we're also yeah. not that we should worry, but we're also at like 45 minutes for this category too. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we only have yeah. cut like three games. <laughs> well, we cut those other four, so okay, I'm going to delete over yeah, right now. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'll. I'll take the take the bullet and just say that the way that the music is weaved into the way that you play that game is what makes it impressive yeah and what makes it cool. i agree and right. i don't know if i can say that about any other game in this category apart from florence and maybe tetris effect yeah i Thank mean you, it can Sam go, and but i'm just saying that's that's my thoughts on this game can we talk about tetris effect i think uh, that's the yeah. only one the only yeah. one we haven't yeah well, yeah. it had the most votes, so, you know. Yeah. So uh, I, when I played the first level of Tetris Effect, I, I'll also say I played it in VR, so I was literally, I couldn't see or hear anything else. Um, I paused the game and got out so I could put a part of, like, the when the lyrics start in best moment because I think the music in this game is so strong. And so, like just that moment of the lyrics starting in that first song that yours forever song which i i mean is in the trailer too it's not like it's not a song that i hadn't heard before but just the way that it's used and like yeah i'm not i feel like i don't have the right words to describe like the feeling it starts like the whole like every song basically starts off very slow and maybe not slow isn't the right word but like minimalist there's just a few tones alex what would you like to say i was gonna say if you're if you're listening to that soundtrack like i think pat you just listened to the soundtrack you didn't play the game if you're listening to it as just 
like uh, you're listening to a regular album, it's never going to have the same effect because the mm-hmm. way that those tracks are broken up is like, let's say you're playing a 10 minute level and it's a three minute song on the soundtrack. It's because the way it's layered and stuff like that is, mm-hmm. um, is as you clear lines, the song like progresses yeah. Yeah. and gets well, more. Yeah. yeah I watched, I listened to it as like with gameplay and yeah. I watched that best moment clip. And too. I think like so, in terms of, composition as well as programming it's actually like ridiculously impressive mm-hmm. like i i i, I, I want to dive into that programming and find out how they did some of it because yeah it's, like, that part insane. of it's extremely impressive i think the way it's tied to the game is impressive i just listening to that soundtrack you know maybe no one else knows this feeling but you know when you go to a club that your friends really wanted to go to and you get there and the music is like middling but you're there so you may as well dance and then like a half hour later, you're like, I could have stayed home and watched a movie and played a video game. <laughs> that was like that. The music from Tetris effects is music that's playing in that club. Like, <laughs> I, think I don't I know. Disagree. I, I think it totally, I think the way it's all put together and the, like that music is so, so hopeful. Like the lyrics oh and God. stuff are also earnestly like we're yeah. all, we're all in this together. We're all part of like a big community work together. We yeah. can make, you know, we can, you're worth it. You're important. And like, well, and it sounds it, like there's plenty of support for this game, and that it should stay on yeah. this list. Like, I, I I'm not gonna sit here and say like you're all wrong. Cut it now because <laughs> clearly it affected everybody. There's a space else. level where when you move the pieces, it makes radio chatter from astronauts. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. that so was like, my favorite level. So, yeah. do you guys do you guys remember when I talked about Nog last year and how like that game was basically like a music toolbox, and when you did various things, it like played with the soundtrack in a cool way. This mm-hmm. is like that extrapolated a thousand times and executed yeah. way better. Yeah. I think the what? only thing, only issue I have with that, and I say this as somebody who voted for it, so I, I do think that the soundtrack is really effective, is that I feel like a lot of the songs are kind of not necessarily samey in terms of the songs, but in how they're executed, mostly because it does do the, the same kind of progression of it starts out quiet, you hear the sound, all of the sound of you moving and putting down pieces gets its own song, sound and then it kind of go gets bigger. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because I think it's a thing that works, but I do think that there got to be a point when I was playing it and I went, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know what the soundtrack's kind of works like." Yeah, and, and I think to yeah. that point it can be a bummer when you get to line 30 of 36 and then fail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you need to restart yeah. the entire thing over. That's that- kind of what I wonder about. But well, I, uh, last night I went into chill marathon mode and even if you fail, it just like, it's like, okay, clear all the lines. You start over at the bottom and the song doesn't start over. It's just to keep cool. going. It's a great way to play that game. What's, yeah. uh, why is this better than the Luminese soundtrack? I have not played. Well, I don't know what that is. Luminese is just, <laughs> Luminese. Luminese. it's just Whatever. like Luminese, <laughs> Luminese is, uh, thanks Alex. It's, <laughs> The kindergarten version of this. Wow. <laughs> just in terms of, etch, in, in ter- like, Lumin- Luminize is old at this point. Like, this is just yeah. far more sophisticated is what I'm trying to say. I think I actually like the music in Luminese uh, <laughs> significantly better than what I, I listen to in Tetris Effect. But I hear what you're saying in terms of programming and, like, the way it's tied to dropping blocks and stuff. Um, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, this this needs more Kingdom Hearts crossed with Skrillex, and then it would no, be better. No, it doesn't. It does not. <laughs> I mean, you have my attention. 
if you put Utada Hikaru songs in this, I'd be in. Like like the first two, like Sanctuary and Simple and Clean, put those in the game. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Sounds yeah, think- like we're not cutting Tetris Effect. Let's talk about Celeste and why it doesn't hang on this list. <laughs> Damn. Well, so what I, I want to, what I think we should say, or what I am curious about is, sure. Alex, it sounds like you have a lot of feelings for Celeste, Florence, Forgotten Anne, and Tetris Effect. Mm-hmm. And that's four games, and we got three slots. Yep. So I'm so curious which, about which, models, of, so which of those four would I cut? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be Florence. It's definitely not going to be. It's definitely not going to be Forgotten Anne. Um, Like for me, it'd be between Tetris Effect and Celeste, and I think Tetris Effect is too impressive, so I would probably say Celeste. Unfortunately, even though that's one of my favorite to listen to. Mm -hmm. Why? um, So I think we should cut Celeste because Alex was the only one who voted for it. Is everybody okay with that? I mean, I, yeah, I think, I think so at this too. point we might have to, but okay. yeah, even though, even though I'm, for having a I'm, I'm just going to do it. Tough decisions. Right yeah. off. I, I think uh, we just got to do it. We've got five games. About, okay. Wait, hold on. I just want to say real quick. We've got Florence, Forgotten Anne, God of War, Octopath Traveler, and Tetris Effect. We need to cut two games from this list. And two of them are similar soundtracks, at least similar in style as in orchestral. I think each of them has one person that's very invested in it too. Yeah. Although that's true of Octopath as well. Yes. Of those yeah. three, I would probably keep Octopath personally because of what, of how interesting compositionally it is considering the nature of that game and mm-hmm. the way its stories are cut up. But I think that that might be doing a disservice to Forgotten Man because to your point, Alex, that game, it has themes for characters and stuff too. So mm-hmm. And but like I love the Forgotten Anne soundtrack. Like I think it's super, super, super excellent. But I think Allison wrote an entire fucking essay about Octopath Traveler. <laughs> I, I tend to agree with that. So I think like I would tend to care more about Allison's passion. Like I really like Forgotten Anne, but I think Allison, you love Octopath. So if I have to cut Forgotten Anne, then that's fine. That be, then that makes it between God of War and Octopath. Yeah. And I'm fine with doing that. So if we want to cut Forgotten Anne, even though I think it's like top two <laughs> that's and, fine and for need of expediency i'm gonna do it go for it i think yeah. uh to for to say as forgotten and leaves us that of the two film or of all of the film scorey soundtracks i would agree that it is top two um I, that and and battle sack are the two that i thought were the most uh interesting personally yeah. um even though i think obviously god of war and octopath are incredible as well uh we're dealing with a year yeah. of very good music <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about forgotten and a little bit more later yeah Okay, so it seems that we're down to God of War and Octopath Traveler. Um, do we? So instead of pitting Sam and Allison against each other, <laughs> we could do. I'll throw down a pool cue, break it in half, and see what happens. Uh, we could just vote on this, but also I don't want to like feel. I don't like think God of War is going to get the votes because I'm the only one who loves it. I really. Well, I, I didn't I mean, play either of those like, games. Yeah. I literally, I have a, I would say that I would, based on the small amount of Octopath that I played and the passion that Allison has for it, I would have been, I mean, I would have gotten rid of Tetris Effect hours ago, but um, I would probably be on a tie vote between Octopath and God of War. For me, this list is basically the top three games, uh, not necessarily in that order, 
Uh, but basically, it's top three. But obviously, there's love for Tetris Effect in this room. Is there value in doing another round of voting where everyone gets one vote, clear the votes, do one more with each person getting one? One for keeping? Not, not just between God of War and Octopath, but between all four of them. I think that would actually be really interesting. And I think, okay. you know, right. we're okay. at the point where we have four, so we kind of need to. Yeah. yeah. All just, right. You let's can do, just drop your do... vote in rather than walk walk no. around the right. thing. Pat, since you, you pulled <laughs> us, no, we're going to do this. We're going to highlight everyone's vote. Pat, you're first. You brought us into this mess. Uh, it's Florence. Okay, uh, Sam picked God of War. God damn it. <laughs> uh, okay, Allison. Uh, Octopath. Fuck. I don't Alex. know if this is going to accomplish anything because I'm going. You'd for, be surprised. I'm going uh, for, uh, let's, let's see what. Let's see where we end up. I'm going for Alex. Florence. Okay, Erica. Tetris. Uh, wow. Wait, what? Is it really? I go for Tetris. So it's the same. Also, kind of. Okay, wait. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So but we basically I'll, ended up in the same spot. That's just what I wanted to confirm. Yeah. Is that so, we were yeah. getting, if we consider all four, that we're getting to the same spot. Yeah. Um, I think it's tough because I would so much rather see God of War on this list than Tetris Effect, like so extremely much. But I also <laughs> don't think we can cut Octopath. So, like, if I were to vote right now based on these four. All, everything else being equal, I would drop my vote on God of War. But if that were to that would result in Octopath getting cut, I don't think that's fair. So, because Allison, I have a question. Yes. Do you think that there's a reasonable fight for Octopath to show up anywhere else, like in earnest in the top three Honestly, or top probably 10? not. I think that I personally like it a lot for best visuals, and I, I'm the, literally the only person ever who'd be like best story for octopath but right i think that its biggest fight is for music right absolutely so i think if we can concede that it's probably not going to show up anywhere else i think it'd be good to give it its due at least one place because i know how much it meant to you i agree with that as well and i yeah, think god, like, of war, god, god of war is going to get its due. <laughs> i agree with sam on this one but i think there's i mean it sounds like four people here have passionate feelings about tetris effect so i mean two people do somebody switched their vote from tetris effect to florence I mean, we only got one vote, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, t- I took my vote off Florence to go to Tetris Effect, so, you know, that's... Okay, I'm going to cut God of War. It's an honor just to be nominated. We'll see it again soon. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to come back again. Yeah, Maybe, and, if it's lucky. And, yo, Fl- Fl- okay. Florence wins. I, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm good with that. I, I'm I good with that, be, too. I don't think, I think it's... Let's keep this yeah. list exactly how it is. We're okay. done. All right, yeah, I so, am like bolding I Florence. I I mean, yeah. I, I disagree, but that's fine. <laughs> I, I don't have the support. Uh, Florence is our best music of 2018, followed by Octopath Traveler and Tetris Effect. That's all a those weird, names you talk about good music, but uh, weird I, I think it's great <laughs> that it has like there's such a variety there. Yeah. Like Florence yeah. is like a simple orchestral thing with like piano and woodwinds and stuff. But I think just the way it's used is very different from how Octopath is used from how Tetris effect uses its music. So I'm, I'm glad that we got a good spread instead of having like three orchestral big. We got got minimalist, we got orchestral and we got kind of pop. Yeah. All right, cool. Okay. Well, this is honestly the hardest category for me, like in general. So I think this is pretty. <laughs> well, good. strap in, Allison. <laughs> yeah. Oh, strap strap in, just tabs you get to go on autopilot. 
This okay. next category could be harder than game of the year. Oh, you know, boy. I don't think we're going to be sharing many videos with this because it's long. Yeah, yeah, I don't think okay. we can do that. I think I, gotta, I think there are a lot that we can cut quick. We'll do, we'll do the voting. Line 28 right now. We'll do the voting Whoever thing. Put that on. <laughs> hey, well, hold on, hold on. We'll get to it's it. Not a video so, game. I I okay, we are com- <laughs> we are coming up for best moment. Best moment is the space for exactly what it says. It's a singular moment or sequence in a game that stood out above and beyond other things in the game or other things this year. It can be part of the story. It can be a gameplay moment. It can be a combination of those things coming together, and just moments that make you go, "Wow!" or "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> uh, so, our nominees are BattleTech, Lady Arano, Arano. Returns, Celeste, The Feather, Celeste, Level Up, Celeste, Campfire Chat, Destiny 2, Forsaken, Cade Rides the Thing. (laughs) We need to watch that, by the way. I watched that. Uh, Detroit, Marcus Rebuilds Himself, Donut County, Anytime Quack Anthem Plays, Florence, (laughs) The Downfall and Let Go, Florence, Conversations, Forgotten, Forgotten Anne, Cave of Memories, is this supposed to be forgotten with an O at the it end? It is spelled that way. Yes. Okay. Forgotten oh, and God. sacrifice. Cut it for that. <laughs> God of War meeting the world serpent. God of War end sequence pre credits. God of War the superhero fight. God of War the final battle with Balder. God of War Kratos bonds with Atreus. Atreus. Wait, 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 wait. Atreus. 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 Whatever. Like the band Atreyu. It's pronounced Atreus. <laughs> Oh, it's yes. not like an atrium. It is different. 6 a.m. I got up at 5 a.m. <laughs> like, we gotta get through this list. It's so long. Yeah, sorry. Hungry sorry. Hearts yeah. Diner, Officer Luminese, Officer or Hungry Hearts Diner, Officer Hero, and Old Toke. Hungry Hearts Diner, Dr. Mondo, Hungry Hearts Diner, The End. Just Shapes and Beats, it's not over. Just Shapes and Beats, Kitty Cat Boss, Octopath Traveler, Primrose Chapter 4, Red Dead Redemption 2, Lady, <laughs> Spider Man, Major Villain Reveal. The E3 trailer, Spider-Man, you knew Tetris effect. When the lyrics start the game awards, Joker reveal or Joker's coming to steal <laughs> smash brothers. Uh, the missing the last 30 minutes. Yakuza six, Kiryu Aniki takes a bullet. Yakuza six, Haru take Haruto takes his first steps and Yakuza six. Keep away. Whew. Okay. A lot of Let's things. I want to point out. No, it's not a video game. <laughs> I agree with him. But yo, it's, that was a fucking yeah, great moment. On this list. Uh, <laughs> it was a great announcement. Red, Red Dead Redemption Two has the largest opening weekend of any entertainment property. <laughs> <laughs> Best moment, 2018. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cut. Joke reveal at the Game Awards. Yeah. But that was but a very good reveal. That was holy agree. shit. Not a video our, game. Our chat went crazy. It did. It was a fun. It was fun. But yeah. if we had all been playing literally at the same time for some of these other moments, we would have all gone crazy too. Uh, yes. so. Okay. So yeah. I think I think some of the things that we need to do are cut down games out of multiple moments to one moment, yeah. mm-hmm. and we need to be just we need to be fast and quick, slash and burn. God of War does not need five moments. Yep. No. Also, I want to point out that Sam was concerned about the number of moments and people adding more moments, and then he added a bunch of God of War shit. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. The reason How do we... why? <laughs> no. Wait, no, do, do we do no. we want to do this from ones that have the most nominations right now? Yes. I, I think yes. so. We're yeah, going we to take yeah. and then, figure out the moment from those games to talk about. Yeah. Okay. It so doesn't have to be. We have to. Oh, it, does, okay. it doesn't mean we have to say, oh, this moment's bad or whatever. He doesn't say, I think mm-hmm. this is the moment so, to yeah. talk about. So I have a question just for formatting because we haven't talked about this beforehand. Um, should it be only people? Should we do a vote? We all get one vote and then it's only people who have played the game that can vote for those? Or like who knows probably, what the moments probably. are? That makes fair sense. And then, yeah. and then we can kind of call for that. I mean, I could vote for a game that I haven't played if I, I'm in love with it. For example, right, but like we will have to because ex- yeah. we'll have to explain all these moments. Like Erica, you haven't finished God of War, right? I didn't even touch it. Like so, yeah. oh, I thought you did. But like, yeah. if we have to explain all five of those moments, that's going to take half an hour. Yeah, yeah, we should yeah. do a first round where we cut everyone who played the game gets one vote to cut the number of moments in the game down to yep. one. So we have yep. one, okay one moment per game. Yes. So uh, let's start at the top of the list. Celeste, the feather um, level up campfire chat. Where do I people think, fall on that? I think we got to do this where we drop our initial people. I know it's okay. not great for the audio, um, but we got to just drop our votes in on this. Cause if we do rounds of voting for every single one of these games, it's going to take a half an hour. Just yeah, okay. yeah. So, okay. so, so we're voting we're for what we want, right? Chat. What's that? When you're saying the campfire chat, like I, I, without looking at the video, is that the one with Theo? Yes. At, yes. at the campfire, yes. All right. I think Sam's allowed to vote on this because he did watch the playthrough of the game. So he has. I played uh, up to played. that point. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Well, so currently we have one okay. vote for the feather, two for level up, and three for campfire chat in, in terms of audio people. Uh, do any, Does anyone have strong feelings about not doing campfire chat? Um, I mean,. Of this list, came, uh, level up is definitely my number one. I think they're. So I, that was not the question. I, I think <laughs> the, I think those two are intrinsically tied, though. Like I I think you need the campfire chat in order to get to that point because of like the moment at the end of that whole sequence where you're taking the feathers up and then you're like t- talking to Badlin and saying like, "Hey, I'm letting go of you. Like I don't need you anymore because you're bad for me." Like mm. you don't, you don't, don't have, even, you don't have level up without that moment. I'm not considering that as part of the campfire chat. To me, the reason the campfire chat is so powerful is because it's such frank, open discussion about depression mm. and anxiety. Mm. Yeah. And I haven't seen conversation written like that in a video game before, except for maybe a night in the woods and night in the mm. woods is one of my favorite written games ever made. So like that, I have misgivings about this game, but I think the campfire chat dialogue is written so incredibly well and so incredibly believably, I actually would cut it when she starts to float up in the air. I think it's the conversation between her and Theo. Because level up to me, I think was really frustrating because you mechanically, it manifests as giving you the second jump. And I think it's frustrating that it just gets harder and it doesn't make <laughs> the game mm. easier to, it, it sells itself short because it doesn't mean that she's confronted this part of her and kind of connected with it and now is is able to summit the mountain more effectively it's just like the game gets harder so i don't well, know she wouldn't be able to summon summit the mountain without, without her yeah, yeah exactly sure that's like, yeah, impossible I get that argument her. as well okay. yeah but also if you turn on accessibility settings then it that moment yeah. doesn't mean anything that is yeah. also like true. which is unfortunate there's and no I, accessibility settings for depression though but but i think the campfire chat is probably well, like i think that's the best moment just because like you said it destigmatizes that kind of conversation exactly in like a video game that has now seen millions of sales like that's yeah and it's in the middle of a massacre platformer 
Like they we just to, they have a fifteen minutes moments. We need to not be so precious. Yeah, they have a fifteen minute section. I, I just think that it's so cool. The thing that I, I really liked about it, level up I cut is it. that you can still say your uh, Oh, sorry. Uh, no, the thing it. that like I, I can definitely get, I can definitely go for campfire scene. Um, but I just think that the thing that level up really did for me is that I think one of the hardest things about dealing with depression is not necessarily you know, dealing with depression, but it's the kind of self-acceptance. Mm. So I think mm. that it was a really beautiful moment about accepting that this part of you is, is a part of you. And it, 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 it was kind of, it was really meaningful for me, yeah, but I think it, that it also, yeah, it's a, totally. uh, it's a tough thing in general. Yeah. But, and I think that yeah. the campfire chat isn't just about depression, and anxiety. It's also Theo, Theo, sorry, being like, uh, yes, I know Andre. I'll say, I'll say this and then we can move on. Uh, it's him like accepting that he's flaky. It's him Let's, saying like he's kind of a piece of yeah. shit to his family. Well, and this conversation is relevant for when we come back around to actually yeah. Yeah. cut this. Anyways, yeah. Let's actually have it when we're coming back around. Yes. Just because, okay, uh, let's do that. Yes, next. Florence, the downfall and let go or conversations. Are we just going to vote on this? Yes, just vote on it. I have. I don't have strong feelings either way. Ah. I'm going to abstain. I think we have to do it one at a time because we're deleting each other's Yeah, because I definitely <laughs> copied over. Yes. So okay. Allison, conversations. I'm going to go for... Alex, the downfall, let go. Pat, conversations. I'm watching the video right now, trying to see what the downfall <laughs> and let go is even about. I think it's really hard without context. Yeah. It is. And to me, I think the reason that I pick conversations is because that downfall and let go to me is like half of that game so yeah it's tough because i don't fair. i think if we're voting for best moment obviously i have incredibly strong feelings about florence and i don't want to say anything negative about the downfall and let go moment but conversations made me cry like harder than anything else and not even like if out of sadness out of how beautiful the way it's manifested in that game yeah and, and i think that gameplay for really conversations good. is what wins it for me like, it's really interesting and and the conversations do come up in that last section too if we're talking yes. about conversations as a whole it meets yes i am yeah yeah then, i think the way that they manifest later on is important too yeah like yeah. I, I think but okay. i think like just for let go's sake i think the the if we just talk about that two minute segment like i think that's one of the most poignant parts of the entire game where you literally if you touch the phone you can't continue you have to let go like you have to just let him let him walk away like that's really yeah. really strong it mm -hmm. is it is um i i agree that it's really powerful i just think conversations is more yeah. so it's mechanically and it's mechanically wonderful <laughs> okay. i think you could argue that every chapter of that game is a best moment in a way yeah, <laughs> you absolutely. know so yeah. Okay. yeah totally i'm deleting it's downfall and let yep. go uh, moving on, Forgotten Anne, Cave of Memories, this or Sacrifice is, Alice, is which is it? Just Alice me, is, yeah. Um, if we're picking one of the... Oh, fuck, that's really hard. We can come back around to it if you can want. We yeah, come back, can we come back around yeah, so I can kind of... So, so I can yeah. contextualize them both for you a little bit later? Let's bring the, um, the beast that is God of War low. You can contextualize one of a, one of them for us once you have cut the other. Yeah. <laughs> that's, God of know. War. <laughs> uh, let's... Okay, we need the, the five of us. We right. need to pick a moment. Andre, pick one. Oh, Andre, pick um, one, and then we'll do, we'll do this. I'm gonna go with Kratos bonds with Atreus, but I don't <laughs> fucking say the name. Right. <laughs> I love it. Kratos, Kratos bond bonds with Atreus. Atreus. <laughs> Kratos bonds with Atreus. While playing Lumines. That's for 2006 God of War. <laughs> okay, uh, Allison. I'm gonna go with end sequence pre credits. Erica, I didn't. Play oh, it. you didn't play it. Never mind. 
whatever. <laughs> Pat? I'm gonna go with Allison. And then Sam. Sam. Sorry, Erica, everyone. Just so I do you care about spoilers for this game? No. Uh, okay. I think I'm, I will save them so that Alex. I don't spoil it for anybody listening, but just Oops. curious. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, think I deleted that column, but my vote was also ah! in the, in, in, the pre, okay. in the pre-credits. And so it's pre-credits. Okay, I'm yeah. going to delete I think the World Serpent. Meeting the World Serpent was cool, but, and it was yes. so right. fucking loud, like in a good way. Yeah. The audio design, the best sound, if we had done best sound instead of best music, God of War would have made it much higher on the list because oh, the yeah. audio design for the serpent, mm-hmm. I encourage anyone to go look up the, there's a video, behind the scenes video. It's incredible. Yeah. They routed, the way they synthesize that audio is so cool. Yeah. But I actually did see a clip of that and thought it was cool yeah. with it's no just, context. Though yeah. the final fight with Balder is extremely good too, because like mm-hmm. it, it characterizes him in such a cool way. Though I will say yeah. I have misgivings it about how they treat. Does Freya. I think mechanically it sucks. Yeah, that also. <laughs> cool. I loved it. Oh, I agree. I, well, I think I it's. I think it's God of War circa 2007, and I think it's one of the worst parts of that video game. But yeah, we'll but, talk about that more. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to delete. The final battle was Balder, unless Sam has anything he wants to say about it. I, as long as one God of War moment makes it through this round, let's just carry on. <laughs> there's always going to be one. There's, there's so many good okay, moments. Yes, that yes. game is a collection uh, of my favorite Pat, moments. This, Pat, Steiner. This, is just you and, this is just you and me, right, Pat? Yeah, I, th- it I, th- is. I think it's Dr. Mondo. Really? I think it's the end, but um, I think Dr. Mondo... So, uh, oh, we don't have to too long. But, also, here on Okutakai is really good. I know, so but. that's why. So, like, the end though is surprising. That's the thing. The I, end is like I, slow, not surprising. Like, it's a twist. It's a slow mm-hmm. realization that I think builds to a moment of release there. That's really special. Yeah, and that's why I think that's probably my favorite. Even though those two stories are really good, and I see why you would say that yeah. about either of them. And I think Doctor Mondo actually alludes to the end because she asks him at the end of it, uh, yes. what, "What what happens with dementia?" Yes, and that's. <laughs> Absolutely. So I kind of almost factor that into why I think the end is good. Yeah. Uh, so I just yeah. think Dr. Mondo is so strong because like yeah. you, you, you look at him. I'm just going to very quickly describe this, the sequence for you guys. Dr. Mondo is this big fat doctor and he get you like, he gets made fun of by everyone for being big and fat. And like you go through his story and learn more about him. And then by the end you find out he's big and fat because he was in the war and he was the only doctor with this group of uh, soldiers and like they were all his friends and uh, all the soldiers started dying because like not because of enemy bu- they say not because of enemy bullets uh, b- because of famine and disease and they all the minimal rations that they had all the food went to Dr. Mondo so he was given pre- preferential treatment so as all of his friends are dying and he returns home he continued to eat as like a coping mechanism for his guilt and PTSD and I, like, I thought that was really fucking strong and I definitely didn't see it coming. I, my struggle with that moment too, is I think that where my issues with that game lie it are, it actually, I think it kind of, and it's hard for me to say because I didn't live there and I don't have significant ties to someone who went through it, mm-hmm. but it, it does kind of, um, whitewash in the sense that it, it sort of makes it very rose colored glassesy, the kind of Showa era Japan, mm-hmm. like there's elements to that story that I found a little bit frustrating because I felt like it was trying to take the emotional care about this character thing, but it wasn't really dealing with the context that he is, his story took place in, mm-hmm. in a way that I thought was a little bit frustrating. But that said, 
I also don't know that it's fair to ask it to do that because it's a idle mobile game. So yeah. it's not that I think it that invalidates that moment as being powerful and good. It's just that that's part of why I would say that the end is more powerful to me overall, because I sure. think that that is so tied directly to those two people's relationship, the, the grandma and grandpa. And that is why it was kind of more powerful to me. Sure. Um, yeah. And I think the last scene you get at the end, like what do you yes. literally see, see ending? Like that's a really, really good, just like yep. finality to that entire game. Yep. So I agree. I would vote for Vector Mondo, but if we want to go for the end, that's fine. We'll talk yeah, about I what it is strongly about the end. Yeah. Okay, then let's do that. And we can talk about what it is after. <laughs> okay. Uh, then just shapes and beats. That's just us too. Fuck. Cause that's also hard. Can we go to another one? If you'd like a moment, we can move on. Can we go to another one and come back to it? Yes. Okay. The next one is Spider-Man. We're not putting the E3 fucking trailer on this list. It's not the E3 trailer. Whoa, they don't tell they don't they didn't they say it was finish the scene specifically like, don't reveal it there yeah it's no it's the, the fact scene. that they, they suggest yeah. it if you know spider-man real right, well but i was i was real sure that that was going to get saved for the next game i thought the oh, whole reason they were yeah, building up that that relationship so much was because of the next game he was going to come up and betray you the fact when that arm reaches over the building edge i was like holy shit that's incredible i was not yeah. expecting it at all in that yeah I was, I was expecting this would be for Uh-oh. we like, lost her you, you yeah. know like if you know anything about spider-man you know that he's gonna be yeah you're cutting out lots yeah. Of yeah. but yeah we got, sorry yeah. it's fine yeah i, I don't know is is this okay but then let's put our names by the ones we think the one uh, we think it can, am i allowed to vote even though i just watched yes you you watch the yeah. story so at yeah. least uh we should do this one at a time because everybody's deleting yeah. shit <laughs> so allison Damn, yeah I'm going in. I'm done. Okay. And specifically the, you know, I think we talked about this, but the, you knew was about Dr. Octopus, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. In the yeah, final. You deleted boss Sam. Battle, he yeah. I'm just going to add Sam back in. Cause he got okay. deleted. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. In the final boss battle, when Peter's yep. mask gets ripped yep. and yep. like, Peter's like, you fucking knew the whole time that I was Spider-Man. Yeah. And you still did all that shitty shit. Uh, okay, Erica. Yeah. I swear to God. <laughs> Wait, Erica, you're muted. Erica, you're muted. Erica, you're muted. Okay, yeah. hi. Um, <laughs> I know yeah. you didn't feel strongly about Spider-Man. You had maybe felt it. the you different know. way. Okay, did you, you? so you didn't Art. see... I didn't see one of these. No. Okay. So oh, That's fine. Yeah. You can cut major villain reveal if everybody else feels strongly about you knew. I thought that's going to affect whether or not I consider Spider-Man for yeah, I thought, three moments of the year. Pretty uh, significant. Yeah, let's talk about that later. <laughs> I, it's fine. I think that is insane. Okay. Yeah, so you the boys is our... Okay. So, okay. I I put all three of these on here. I would be happy with any of the three of them. I would and defer I, to... I think it has... This one. I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think it has to be Haruto. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, Erica finished it. So she yeah, I finished it today. Like I watched all of them, and I know a lot about Yakuza. And yeah, that moment looked fucking. Uh, I I want to say without spoilers, I think it's that whole uh, not That's... this. I think it's the whole sequence from when they begin to mm-hmm. show Haruto mm-hmm. in the orphanage mm-hmm. to. That's not really a spoiler. I think, I think uh, it's when Date and the other guy are having the conversation. Yes, exactly. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Then yes, yes. yes. I think it's that for sure. But 
uh yeah uh that that okay. scene made me ugly cry right. yeah. so, uh, <laughs> i'm gonna I, keep I keep away is ridiculous as shit though <laughs> yeah it's so good but, but it <laughs> oh no fucking play yakuza 6 so oh they're playing they're playing bullshit again i wasn't listening they're playing football with a baby well rugby it's not a spoiler it's really not a spoiler at all (laughs) the baby is a major when you see it you'll be like what the fuck just happened yeah Yeah, but like like you said andre they play it so straight (laughs) they're like this is totally normal (laughs) i definitely in our chat was like andre something just happened what the fuck is this video (laughs) because what uh well We'll get into it later, but but one of the most impressive things about that game is the knife edge. It walks between absurdity and being really emotionally resonant. And yeah. that is when it's Ooh. like Kiryu's feet are bleeding from walking that knife edge in that scene, but it still fucking works. <laughs> and he, he isn't even doing the ridiculous shit in that scene. No, I'm, but you know what I mean? Yeah, the I know, game yeah. in general. Uh, okay. Anyway, then we need to go back to Florence, Just Shapes and Beats or, or, or yeah. Forgotten Name. It's basically one. me and then me and Pat. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, <laughs> Let's do just shapes and beats, Pat. So at least like I have some company in this misery. Yeah, I think it's not over is great because of the the visual. Like Kitty Cat Boss is really good from a gameplay perspective. Um, I think it's the, also the like, most the, it's also the most colorful part of the entire game once you beat it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, like I'm pulling it up now so that I can kind of like like. I th- I think the end of like I think it's really interesting. Like they kind of sh- so first to the people who haven't played it, like they show a lot of character and emotion through literally just shapes. Like one of them's a square, one of them's and like a half circle. Beats. Yeah, and beats. But like um, yeah. the kitty cat is like the square, and from the start he always has like a tear running down his eye. So he's like, you always kind of assume like maybe there's some depression there, there's some whatever. And like at this point, like he's basically succumbing deep to it and like his face is changing and it's getting really grotesque and stuff like that and then when you beat it like it's it's very upbeat and happy and just like really super colorful like there's spinning rainbow like it's it's really difficult to describe but like it's super beautiful yeah i think that the thing is though is that like so every time you finish a level in this game um you get this or i should say when you fail a level in this game um, it's not the over it says it's over yeah. and like, it's like, you got to kind of do it again. And so, yeah, I would say let's just, over. let's just, let's keep that one. Cause that, that one's okay. fucking good okay. with context. Cool. But okay. I think kitty cat boss is really, really fucking good. <laughs> it is good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> okay. So now we have to talk about my hell. Cause I, I feel like I need to explain what's going on with both because uh, but, you don't know. Uh, I just, no, no, you don't I to, don't. Right now, you don't have to explain both. I'll you have to two seconds. One. It's not because I don't care. No, it's because you got to cut one. Because if you're not going to fight for one of them, over I would fight the other, for, then I, I don't, don't fight see. for both of them. Is the problem? But they both can't be on the I list. Because that would be the only game with it, and that's unfair. Pick, pick your children. I'm going to my notes for a second to see which one I have more notes about. <laughs> You know, I have more notes about my number two game of the year than I do about my number one game of the year. Yeah. Because some, sometimes you have complicated feelings. That doesn't mean it's better. Or maybe they're not complicated. You just have a lot of feelings. Doesn't mean it's better. I think I would probably go for the sacrifice, even though I think Cave of Memories is a little... Yeah, let's just do sacrifice. Okay. I'll, I'll talk about why. Okay. Then our list now is Battletech. Lady Arana Returns, Celeste, Campfire Chat, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Cade Rides the Thing, Detroit, Marcus Rebuilds Himself, 
Donut County when Quack Anthem plays. Oh, we need to figure this out for Donut County. Yeah. You know, can we cut Donut County? Like, I love that game, but I'm not going to vote for it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna okay. vote for it either. Goodbye, uh, Donut County. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I think I miss great, you. But I, I don't know with the with the three with the things that are on here, the sixteen that are on here, mm-hmm. it's not gonna hang. Florence conversations, forgotten and sacrifice, God of War, end sequence pre credits, Atreus, uh, Hungry Hearthsteiner, the end, just shapes and beats, it's not over, Octopath Traveler, Primrose Chapter Four, Red Dead Redemption Two, Lenny, Spider Man, you knew. Tetris Effect, When the Lyrics Start, The Missing, The Last 30 Minutes, Yakuza 6, Haruto Takes His First Steps. <sighs> what do we want to do, man? So I want to um, talk about for a moment, you're saying. I'm going to say we get... who played The Missing. I, my, mm, well, I okay. think we can I'm going to say right now we go through two votes. Everyone gets two votes to pick their two moments. Uh, I don't know about that. I think we need to talk about some of these moments that are not going to get selected. I mean... All right. Yeah, um, I think no, that... just, just want to make sure it gets its due. No, it's not a volunteer to cut something. I mean, I'm going to volunteer to cut something too, mm-hmm. based on the field that we have. This is not a it gets its due. This is a it's one of my probably one of my top three moments of the year, and mm-hmm. I think it's my white boy. <laughs> That's not what we're saying. So the beginning of BattleTech is a tutorialized sequence that has this huge story buildup, and it's like an hour and a half long mission that is like really, really good from a gameplay perspective. Um, and in it, multiple characters die. Um, mm-hmm. And you go, wow, I'm surprised that I care so much about these characters, given that I just met them like an hour ago, but I really thought we were all going to get off this planet together. And instead, you're the only one that survives. And you see footage of the ship that they're on blowing up and them dying. Fast forward That's to four, half, well, again, this all happens very early. <laughs> Fast forward to three, four hours later, of time when you've been playing this game and it feels like it's very much a Merc simulator and you're running your mercenary company and you're doing contracts out of nowhere, you get this priority contract from this really powerful person. That's like, you need to come do this mission. And at the end of it, Lady Arano, the woman that you're protecting in the tutorial who you saw die comes out of a room and and it's like, Holy shit, you're alive. And it suddenly goes from this game being a really solid tactics game to I am now fully invested in actually seeing the story through because you made me care so much about these characters and you took them away from me, but it turns out they made it out. Um, so I think it's a really poignant, cool moment that's early in that game. So it's not really a spoiler. Um, and, uh, and I like it a lot, but that said, based on the field that we're looking at, that moment is not going to yeah. make our yeah, final we, three. We do have to, to go 15, to 15 down to three. And I think, yeah, I'm- and I'm, I'm willing to cut Primrose Chapter 4 from Octopath, since I feel like I'm the only one who really vote for it. I think it's a really remarkable moment, and I think it's a really great chapter, but I don't think I'd even vote for it, given this field. I'm curious what you would say about it. We can do that off air. Yeah. Yes. I would maybe cut Hungry Hearts. Oof. Like, for top three, though... Like looking I know what you're field. saying. It's just I wouldn't cut it yet. I would cut <laughs> it either of your top threes. Uh, I don't know. 
But there's a lot of other games on this list that are not in my top three. We can cut Red Dead right the fuck now, too. I mean, I mean yeah, I'm, I'm not going to fight for it. If I'm we cut Red Dead, we can cut Hungry Hearts right okay. now. Yeah, that's easy. Okay, like, great. That, two games is, gone. that is the best moment in Red Dead. Uh, it comes early Damn. in chapter two. But then again, I don't know if Hungry Hearts is going to show up anywhere else. So I, that's, that's why that's unfair that's why to That doesn't matter. Some Whether it's the best three moments of the year or not matters. I mean, it's really so good, we gotta we gotta spoil it real quick if we're cutting it. We don't have to spend minutes and minutes and minutes on this. But do you want to go for it, it, or can I? Yeah, uh, no, I'll, we're gonna spoil the end of ending of Hungry Hearts. So you play this entire game. It's this idle game. <laughs> okay, Sam is is, is ejected, and that's He's fine. We're gonna play it. You, you play this idle game, and and it has these poignant, fun little stories, and you're kind of like that deep get deeper and more emotional over the course of the game. The whole time, the whole impetus of the game is that you're running this diner because your husband. Uh, is infirm and is sick and is laying in bed behind you. And so they, the, the grandma character that you're kind of playing as and the grandpa have conversations over the course of the game as you get to different story points. Over the course of the game, the grandma starts to ask questions of various characters of specifically the doctor, but other characters too, about like getting old and dementia and what kind of happens to you when you get old. And you begin to realize that the, that the grandpa's dead. And he's been dead since the beginning of the, the game. Mm-hmm. And this whole game has been her kind of dealing with his with the loss of him. Mm-hmm. And the ending is just a very powerful, poignant moment where you kind of... What's amazing about it is that you knew earlier on that that's what happened. Like, because it's, yeah, it's foreshadowed. Yeah. But you don't think about it consciously in the same way that she hasn't been. And so when that moment happens where they just well really the, spell it out it's it's a it's a unique and poignant thing i think the way it happens is really great too because it's her grandson that says it it's her grandson yep. saying like why do you keep trying to talk to grandpa he's he's been dead since like new years yep. and like yeah. and then like some deus ex machina happens and then he's like you should you should check uh inside this locket and then you find uh a letter from the grandfather that basically says yep. like yeah i know i've been um like he admits to his faults and he expresses his gratitude to his wife and stuff yeah. like that. And he feels really regretful for any of the negativity he's brought to his family over the years because he caused a split in their family, like between their daughter and all this stuff. And uh, like him admitting his fault and uh, saying like, yeah, um, with my death, maybe the family will basically, basically be better off. Yeah. Like he's like, he's basically apologizing to his wife and stuff. And it's really, yeah. Yeah, and the grandmother finds her peace with the letter and stuff like that, and then and it's yeah. just so weird that it happens in the middle at the end of this idle game that is just yeah. like a like yeah. there's this so, game has so many cool. good life lessons like mm-hmm. the not to talk I'll talk about this for less than thirty seconds but the officer officer hero and old Takei one is amazing because old Takei is like this grumpy old dude and like you think no one likes him and you find out that his daughter is officer officer hero's wife so who died in a car crash. And the reason he's so grumpy and shitty is because his daughter was killed. Yeah. Like, okay. So it's, it's good. It's but really strong, it's but we can get rid of it. if Yeah. Okay. Really good. Thank you for that. Uh, now Sam is back. I'm going to ask him to explain himself. Cade <laughs> writes the thing. All right. You, <laughs> why? Why? This. I watched the video. Why is this here? Because it's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. I'm going to agree that it's dope. <laughs> like Kate you're like you're on this mission with Cade and Cade never gets to leave the tower and he's constantly bitching about it and he finally gets let out when he does the when coolest he does shit leave the tower, he gets trapped in like an alternate dimension 
Yeah, exactly. Like every time he does also, something, he fucks it up. The slow mo yeah. of him holding onto the cable is so yes. dumb. That's why it's there. That's I don't like, think it's a top three okay. moment, but it it, it, it is good. <laughs> I don't, can we can we put an expansion on this list? Like, is I don't, I don't know. Well, and I don't think it was released in 2018. Hard, so damn it! It is. I think it's got to go. But yes, okay. I, I, it's, it's a good moment. I'm with you. Sam. I'm, I think that's it's, I'm watching it. It's really dumb. It's dumb <laughs> in a good it's way. So good. Oh my god. Yes. Kate is a good fucking character, and he gets so much shit, and I think it's not fair. So I mean, I think you he's know, bad. Shit. You, know, you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of the Yakuza Zero, the pulling the phone up thing. Like, it's just that ridiculous yeah. and just, like, overblown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I like it's, Well, I, I think it's different because Yakuza Zero, it's doing something completely mundane, whereas Cade's doing some crazy shit. Yeah, and that's true. <laughs> like, I, I don't think that, Dude, like, I, I see what you're saying like, with, like, the slow-mo and stuff making it ridiculous, but, yeah. If you extrapolate this moment out as well, when he hits the floor, he dies and has to be resurrected. <laughs> yeah, like, that's he true. He gets resurrected, and then he's like, all right, wipes his gun off, and it's, like, ready to go. It's yeah. so good. double jump, why didn't he jump off? This is bullshit. <laughs> you know, <right>? Question. <laughs> damage. Physics. Uh, okay, um, anyway. No, it's so good. I, I, well, I'm not. Like, well, I'm not yeah, trying to cut it right now. Well, I mean, I'm let's, saying let's cut Detroit. Okay. Okay. Detroit. <laughs> you want to cut that first? I was gonna say. I, I was gonna say it has to be between those two. <laughs> I was volunteering to cut Detroit before you all started talking about it. <laughs> we can do another round before we cut Destiny. All right. Should okay, we? We, we have down to. Oh we have ten. We have ten games. Yeah. yeah. Just we need to cut seven. We need seven. No, well, we, no we, we have to cut seven. Oh, it's like, so we need seven. I was like, wow. That, makes, okay. that would make this category much easier. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> so, um, Tet- okay, wait. So I, I love Tetris Effect. I don't think when the lyrics start hangs, I think that's a great moment. I love it. I don't think it hangs. I think I, you're wrong, but I'm willing to <laughs> concede it if I'm the only one who feels. Does, does anyone I, else feel like it should be on this list? I like. it. I think it's it. an incredibly strong moment. And like it, when it, like as the music builds, you're like, oh, this is like pretty chill. And then like, it starts you like whoa because it, it's it, also paired with like the visual change it, oh, but it's it sets the mood for that entire game like yeah. basically that game is extremely optimistic and like wants to celebrate it's yeah. hum, it's a humanist game like it wants mm-hmm. to celebrate accomplishments of humanity and stuff like that and like where the stuff we had to overcome to get to where we are today like setting aside all bullshits and wars and like disagreements so, in politics like it's just like you're, yo you're saying it should win best music <laughs> no I, I <laughs> but think like though, it's yeah it's wholly positive and it's empathetic and hopeful and i think yeah. that's where it starts Mm-hmm. If you take that, it out that's of the context, point. though, and you're not playing it, which I understand that that's an important consideration for these moments, and I'm not saying that this is the reason why it gets cut, but when I looked at the, the YouTube video, I was like, that's it? Like, it was... Uh, it's uh, yeah, I know, very it's much difficult. A, you have to be playing it. I get it, that. You I have. think that's the thing for yeah. Tetris Effect more than any of these other games, mm-hmm. is that it really works within its context. Yeah, like, if yeah. you're watching it, I cannot imagine that being interesting. It's, I, yeah. And I don't have a problem with the idea of saying it's one of the 10 best moments of the year, but I just don't think it's going to make it to one of the three best moments of the year, you know? Yeah. That's my biggest issue with Tetris Effect 2 is that I, I think it's a really great moment, but I don't know if it's necessarily top three moments. Yeah, I would agree, I think, even though I love it a lot. It's definitely a top three for me, but if I'm, if you guys don't feel strongly about it, I'm okay with letting it go. Okay. There's three I would pick above it. Okay. Yeah. I, it's my, it's I, it's my it's number. Probably four. one of my top three, but I think on our like group list, I don't think it hangs. Yeah. Same. What a 
what about the line directly below it? Let's talk about the last 30 minutes of a game. Being <laughs> I So I would say, I, I'm going to reveal my hand a little early. I think we can maybe cut the missing from best story just because the majority of the story is actually contained in these last 30 minutes. I would yeah. disagree because I think those last 30 minutes are totally destroyed by the gameplay and having to replay the last platforming section like 10 times because the controls are so bad. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm having trouble with this one, too. I think that like the spirit of the last 30 minutes is potentially the best moment of the year. However, I think because it is so trapped in its mechanics and it's also... I feel horrible saying this, but some of the writing in that game just is not good. Like, it, most of it is good. I think that last 30 minutes, though, I think that's, it, it, it gets better. Like, I think that, it's, well, I think, I wouldn't say necessarily the last 30 minutes, and I would just say the, just the ending. Like, just the pure. Like the last you know, five minutes? Ending. When I you wake up, if yeah. Took the last five minutes out of context. None of it would make sense, though. That's the thing. Yeah, but I mean, a lot right, of the stuff. I mean, you take the last. You take the last yeah. moment of Yakuza without any context of the rest of the game. Then it doesn't make. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. If you want to switch it to the last five minutes so, of that game, then that's so, fine. So my thing is, I still think it's like I think the gameplay is so intrinsically linked to the story that even if even though the game like it like technically and like the way it's executed even if it's bad the way it's linked to the story i think actually is really important so i would consider like that stuff for story well if more we than wanted, i would for moment i would be personally. fine i would be fine cutting it for moment if you guys had such like you guys had really big control issues with it i didn't really have that i was fine mm-hmm. with it i didn't either but like if you want to just fine. consider it for story i'm fine with that but i'm gonna say i'm gonna fight hard for it in story <laughs> I would I, say that I, I prefer it in okay story over here myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I would say that it's probably in my top three for story. Okay. Um, then I the then message let's... of a story is so important. Yeah. I just think, I think that it, you, what you say about Yakuza six leaning context is true. I think that's even more true for the missing due to the nature of the way that that game ends. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's more of a story thing for me personally. Okay, yeah. then let's I, then yeah, I think it has to be one or the other. And if we're going to put into story, then that's totally fine with me. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, willing, I'm willing to push for, for it into story. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. If if it if it didn't have the like mechanical issues and it just like worked, then I think like moment it would be okay. But for me at least, it got so trapped up in its own bullshit control scheme where i was like i don't want to fucking replay this again that it just ruined itself <laughs> it didn't even really have that much of a thing for me it was more that the it was real more the realization of where it was going that mm-hmm. mattered to me and i think mm-hmm. that happens earlier mm-hmm. but yeah, i think that I think, by itself also doesn't fit as the best moment so that's why i think it needs to be a story okay. yeah, let's, sure. let's look at it as a cohesive whole at the end then yeah, yeah. i think that's where that game shines um okay down to eight, eight. Hmm. So, do we want to start voting? Uh, let's do. I think a round of voting might help. Yeah, okay. Uh, how many? Yeah. Two. One. One vote per. One. Two or, votes per. I think. Start with votes. one and see where we. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, I'm going to start with Sam. Make your vote heard. He did it. He did it. Oh, he did. Oh my oh, okay. God. That's one. a bullshit vote. You know it. <laughs> well, good thing we only get one vote. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, Erica. All right. Well, if it is one vote, this is way harder. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, Allison? This is going to backfire on Sam so fucking hard. Uh, I'm going with Spider-Man you knew. Okay. No, it isn't. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know you hated God of War. I and, thought you liked uh, that game. Alex. I love God of War. Oh, boy. Can I so can I you, can I say my my grievances here? Sure. Because I want to vote for Celeste, but I also want to hope someone else votes for it. <laughs> because I really really want Forgotten. I think you got to vote for Celeste then. That's the way that like, the, that is Forgotten structured. N is amazing. Like that moment is the culmination of that entire game. And then Just Shapes and Beats is just that moment is so fucking great in context. Yeah. <laughs> so god damn it. Ever watch your number 1? Vote for it. I don't or forever know. hold your peace. Oh, I'm having a struggle <laughs> with this one. <sighs> Can you come back to me? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll do my uh, vote now. Yeah, yeah, if anyone's more certain, then I'll make There's never vote. been anything more certain. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Andre? I, I voted. I think we I, I think we need more debate than this. Can we get two votes? <laughs> Nope. Nope. Like, Sam, Sam no, because like that deal. <laughs> Destiny Two is not one of the best moments. No, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I think, no, I think two votes is fine. Well, no, you can vote for something else, then you and Sam debate it out. Yeah, no, two votes. We'll do two votes. Two. We got eight. Yeah, let's, especially since we still have eight. Yeah. Like, then I yeah. would put my current vote in for Celeste, and I'll do my next vote now, and it would be for Forgotten Man. Okay. Uh, let's see then, Allison. I will go with Florence. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm we sorry. Well, though, you really fucked this up. Sam. <laughs> Sam. What yeah. is it, it going to be? It's going to be God of War. War. Oh, it is. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I don't know. Oh, I wouldn't have yay. expected it. I, I thought that was like his other moment. but Damn. Okay, I, I love God of War. That mm. moment is probably my number three, but mm. we had two votes. Er- Erica. Also, I didn't pick that moment out of God of War's moments. Like, I feel bad about it, but I'm actually going to go Florence. I think if we would have picked Level Up for Celeste, I would have picked that over mm-hmm. Florence. But I think if we're going Campfire Chat, it's it's Florence for me. Ah, oh, fuck. Pat. <laughs> it's Florence. And that leaves Andre, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want everyone to know if we had three votes, I would have voted for God of War as my third vote. Great. I, exactly the same feeling, Pat. I don't. Ah, fuck. But I, I would Welcome. have voted for God of War nominally because that isn't any of my favorite moments of the year. That particular moment. If we'd have had either of the Boulder fights in there, that would have been an easy vote. I'm an asshole and I voted for Celeste. That's not an asshole. Why are you an asshole? Because an asshole. It, it doesn't help us nail it, it helps <laughs> us nail down some things. But, but, okay. well, but can we say can we yeah. get rid of God of War and just shapes and beats since it doesn't have yeah. any votes? Let's get yeah. them. We just, do need to say because I because we got cut off. When you when you lose a level in just shapes and beats, it says it's over in text on the screen. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And then 
you have to start the whole thing over again. And you do this, you do this boss well, fight. Well, well, it's not just that. It's that when you hit, it, it does the, it's not over when you hit X on a PlayStation controller. Oh, right. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah. every time. And you're yes. conditioned to be like, because you die a lot in that game because it's yes, really it's hard. fucking hard. And like, yeah, so like you hit X and then a big glowing white knot comes in between it's over and like breaks them away and then you restart. And it's like, it's like, okay, we're ready to go again. And then in that last boss fight, like you're basically led into a situation you can't win. Yeah. Like there's no other point. You have to basically die there. And, um, but it's clever enough that you think maybe there is some way to win. And uh, like, you're just not seeing it at first, yeah. but so no. it tricks you into thinking that you're just going to do that and start over again. Yep. But really it's a narrative. It's not over. Yeah. And then it, it plays, it shows that it's over. And then, you hit X like you normally do. And then the boss just like beats the shit out of you. And if yes. you hit X again, he continually beats the shit out of you. Like it's kind of like the Florence let go moment where you're ultimately like, I just have to not touch my controller. And it's like 15 to 20 seconds yeah. before anything happens. Mm-hmm. And then really all cool. these characters that you've saved like throughout the game and like helped, they come and try and re- revive you and stuff like that. And then they're all like really fucking depressed, which is a lot of emotion to convey for literally just shapes. It's good. Like it's so good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, oh, it's good. gone, but it's really but good. It's and so people should good. play that game. Uh, God of war. <laughs> I think we can skip talking about for now because yeah. we will talk about that yeah, momentarily after yeah, yeah, yeah. your best visuals. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I will Man. say, why did they call me blank? Like, at the end of God of War. Oh, that was so good. That was like a moment where I was like, I, I have, okay, we'll get into this later. Oh, I think right. That oh, that was dumb. Fun, but that moment was amazing. And <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Anyway, Wait, moving on. I thought that moment was kind of dumb. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> it was, but it was great. Yeah. Why did they call yeah. me Tom? It was uh, it, Celeste. Uh, we'll okay, there. no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to list our moments as they currently stand. We have six. We need to get this down to three. Celeste, campfire chat. Destiny 2 Forsaken, Cade rides the thing. Wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we cut the two with one vote, right? No. We, yeah. we t- I'm the only one who voted for Forgotten End because I'm the only one who knows that happened. I mean, you could talk about it before we cut it, but... Hey. Well, we'll, if you let's go through the, the list. With no votes, Patrick. <laughs> we did cut those. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, what we're currently at, things that have votes... Destiny 2 Forsaken, Cage Rides the Thing, Celeste Campfire Chat, Florence Conversations, Forgotten Anne, Sacrifice, Spider-Man, You Knew, Yakuza 6, Haruto, Haruto Takes His First Steps. So, do I have to explain Forgotten uh, Anne? Ex- explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like, um, it's spoilers like, for Forgotten Anne, I think, right? Yeah. Yes, spoilers This for is Anne. the very ending of Spurgo- Forgotten Anne. <laughs> So forgotten, forgotten. Give me a second. I'm going to pull up a video so we have it on our stream. I'm not going to pull it up. For okay. You, guys. you know what? I think I'm going to uh, yeah. duck out. Go for it. It's, it's not one of the top three soundtracks of the year. So I don't think it's worth playing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. 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 You're good. So uh, it's really tough because I have to contextualize the entire fucking game uh, well, in the you got seven minutes until two o'clock. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're actually pretty good for time. Yeah, we're we expecting are. this, this category to take two hours. Yeah. Um, so, in Forgotten Anne, you're basically, um, you're one of two humans in a realm of forgotten things, uh, things that have been forgotten from the real world. So like the, one of the first examples you see is socks from a laundromat because it's cheesy or like you run into like mannequins that have just been abandoned and stuff like that. And, um, throughout the game, throughout the entire experience, you get to learn that, uh, these characters each have like their own personalities, their own wants, needs, their own, like, you know, like 
things that they care about really deeply. And uh, there gets to be like political factions. There gets to be extremists. There gets to be like the equivalent of humanists, like altruists and stuff like that. And all of them are characterized extremely well. And near the end of the game, you find that the other human who is like your master um, has been building. Well, you know, from the start that he's been building a way back to the real world and you find out that the way that he's doing it is basically committing genocide against these things. Like he's just throwing them into this machine to turn them into energy. And uh, at the very end of the game, like I'm very TLDRing this at the very end of the game, you um, you're presented with the bridge and you've built all these like really strong connections with the, the objects. I don't know if you want, they're called forgotlings, but you know, the non-human characters and you're presented with the choice uh, actually to step back throughout the entire game, you're presented with choices and it's not like the walking dead where, you know, if a choice is going to have an impact on the story, like it won't warn you. It won't be like, Oh, you should maybe pay attention to this or it's timed. It's afterwards. And you can't go back. Like you make a choice and then it happens. And then you find out at the very end of the game that all these choices actually matter and change the ending. But the ultimate choice that you make at the end is, <laughs> Hey, Allison, <laughs> Good time, good time to put on the headphones. The ultimate choice that you make at the end is um, if you use the bridge and go back to the real world, um, everybody there dies. Like all of these forgotlings, all of these objects, they just, they're, they're gone. Like the, it's basically depleting the power source that's keeping everyone alive. Everybody's dead. Or you stay and you're going to sacrifice your own body to basically throw it into this power source, short circuit it essentially. And uh, that means that everybody in this realm gets to live on. So Hmm. you get to make the choice and like you can make both choices. They're both legitimate endings, but sacrifice when you do it, you're basically saying like all these objects, all these forgotten things, they have like free will. They have all this consciousness and stuff like that. So you're actually like, you're being empathetic to them and altruistic. And it's really poignant because she just dies. Like they don't glorify it. They don't turn it into like a big epic sequence. Like basically she just dies. And Mm. after the credits, which is, I think it's part of the sacrifice. um, You get to see that your partner in crime throughout the whole thing. uh, They've erected a statue in your honor and he's, he delivers like this eulogy talking about like how all these these things get to live on (laughs) yeah i don't know it's it's really 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 powerful at the end of a Uh game with a really strong story that that sounds real good yeah like Uh, i could see that making our list like it's i could see it making our list over the spider-man moment personally it's really really it's really excellent excellently excellent you are fucking insane So we're done with spoilers. No more spoilers for Forgotten Anne. We're gonna yeah, stop talking yeah, spoilers. But it's it's. I will say like it. Uh, I totally teared up and like started crying a little bit at the end of it. It was just yeah, so. That good. sounds very powerful. <laughs> I okay. think. Yeah, I don't then know. I are. Mm, 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 I think. Oh. <laughs> Sam, you got to make a case for destiny. All right. So you're doing this mission. You're doing it for Cade. And then, like, you get, like, if you you watch this clip, it's so funny. Like, Petra runs out onto this balcony 
and you see like all no, of the shit I, I, like falling I, down. I, I, I played I, that I part. the clip. I, I saw the clip. It's... Then the camera smashed. Up. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Degree. I don't. I don't and need Cage a description of the event. You can play a video. Waving his hat in the air like a cowboy, <laughs> and it's the funniest <laughs> shit. It's so good. It's the dopest moment of the year. Okay, <laughs> I have deleted it from the list. <laughs> To be fair, we have a lot of serious moments in here. <laughs> and that yeah, one is really dumb. <laughs> All of these moments are tearjerkers. That's like smile jerker. I wait, don't agree that wait. you knew it was a tearjerking moment. But also, tearjerking is the point of this category. I don't, no, I don't, I don't think it has to also, be. Also, keep away is funnier than that Cade moment, okay? Oh, yeah. It is. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely right. <laughs> then why didn't you pick it, dog? Because, because it's not as good it, as the other one. It didn't make me ugly cry. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's not as good as Cade riding debris. Hey, hey, hey once you... Like a cowboy. Hey, there is more emotional Sam. weight in Harju Takes His First Steps than there is in the entirety of Bungie's oeuvre. <laughs> one, Sam, once you play Yakuza 6, we can revisit this conversation. That's yes. true. And I will have the same answer through stubbornness. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. Uh, okay. And so we need to cut two more games. We are down to Celeste, Florence, Forgotten, and I, Spider-Man Yakuza 6. I th- I thought the for Spider-Man, again, I didn't play it. I observed. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I thought that Aunt May you knew was way stronger than the Doctor Octopus one. Uh, I, agree. I, I think both of them are really strong, but I feel like the... Uh, Otto Octavius was, it felt like, I don't know. I felt like there was this level of trust and it it felt like it was kind of amazing how surprised I could be that he became uh, Doc Ock. And then also that he knew the whole time. Like it it was, it was just like a very big, like it was, it was like two hours into that game. Yeah. But Hmm? like Peter's dumb and he's like, Oh, he doesn't know. That's why I (laughs) I didn't know. Like it was obvious that he knew to me, like, but but Peter's stupid. <laughs> yeah, and but I'm not I, I, stupid. I feel like I think that the obviousness isn't no. necessarily uh, it's, like it's, part of it. I think that Peter's Otto's emotional. Like, Otto's like a, a father to Peter, and then he yeah. goes he goes crazy, and he like threatens his family, does all this like terrible shit, then like you know tries to kill Peter, and for Peter to go, oh. holy shit! Like if it's just Spider Man, like okay, I'm not Peter, I'm Spider Man. He doesn't know it's me, but then to find out, like, oh no, he knew he was doing this to me. That's yeah. like a, a total betrayal of like. I mean, I'm not going to tell you it didn't have any weight. It's a good moment. It's not that I don't think it. Again, top five moments of the year, sure, but I, I don't know. I don't think it's. I, I think. I, I think there is a case to cutting it. I just. I think it's being. Yeah, so I mean, I, I wouldn't be too. I feel like you could make the case, but I do think that it is a really remarkable moment. I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, I think again, top five moments of the year is fine. Oh my God. Um, it's Damn. not my favorite moment from Spider-Man, but I think it's a very good moment. Um, I think the case that that Alex made for Forgotten Anne was really powerful, mm-hmm. and I think that it's pretty on par with Celeste for me in weight. Um, mm-hmm. And I would be okay with cutting either of those, but I would cut either of those before Forgotten Anne based on what what Alex was saying. Okay. Spider-Man is my number one moment of the year and I don't want to cut it from this list. Okay. Uh, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, so it may have emotional resonance for me. 
Uh, Spider-Man's my second favorite superhero. And like, I, I think that's a great moment. I think that's a great moment. I literally I, like, when I, I said, oh, fuck, and put the controller down for a second when that happened. It's really hard. I, and I could definitely see your, you guys, your points. But at the same time, like, this did. This game actually did make me a much bigger Spider-Man fan than I ever thought I would be. Well, let's 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 ask this then, Alex. Would you cut Forgotten Anne or Celeste? Do you think which one is your moment, your number one moment out of those two? Of those two, I would probably cut Celeste, even though I loved it. Yeah, like I, I really love that moment. But Celeste didn't hit I, for me at all. I played it last night. That conversation I, didn't hit me at all. Yeah, but I also have like just, I also have clinical taste. depression. <laughs> So like it hit right. extremely hard. Yeah, exactly. I, I, That's what I'm I, saying. It's my personal taste <laughs> and my like, experience. I would, yeah, I, I oh, fuck. Like yeah. I'd rather have Celeste than some of these moments. Than like I, yeah. I would take Celeste over Florence personally. I almost feel I, like I would almost cut Florence, even though I love the conversations. I, I would too. I just would because, like, oh, I, th- I think that's. I mean, if, if everyone feels we can cut it, we can cut it. I think that Florence is better than uh, four of the moments on this list, and maybe the best moment of the year. Um, I think it's but, a spectacular I, story, and I think yeah. that's a really mechanically cool part. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, in a I, game, I in a in a in a world where we've done dialogue by picking options from a tree mm-hmm. in games for ever, and then to introduce the concept of like learning to talk to someone that you're falling in love with by a puzzle that gets easier. That is one of the most moving implementations of a game mechanic I've felt in a long time. It is really I, wonderful. Yeah. To me, I think because it happens multiple times throughout the game and you have to context, the context is that it's cool because of all of the times it happens. A, yeah. it doesn't super fit best moment for me, but mm-hmm. it's best mechanic, not best moment. But we don't have a best mechanic category. I mean, that, exactly. and, and, and the ways in which when you revisit the conversations later on, the puzzle pieces change to fit the tone of the conversation is fucking brilliant. That is yeah. like just inspired game design. And I don't think that a guy saying, I don't think that a story reveal in Spider-Man is even in the same universe is how important i think that florence's conversations are if i'm being perfectly honest but, but is that is that a more over overarching feeling about the entire game you know like is it best this is best moment not best mechanic yeah like best i can mechanic. kind of make a point for that too like i love florence we can like, we can cut it I, I i think it's absurd to cut it over i think that to say based on the way that those conversations hit me mm-hmm. was probably largely to do with my life history with relationships. Mm -hmm. I think that's fair to say. So by the same token, I don't think it's fair to discount that and then say that because people on this podcast have have a personal connection to the way that campfire chat is done, that that makes campfire chat. I think Mm -hmm. we can cut them both if we're going to cut them at all, cut one of them, because I really don't think it's fair to say that, like, I think that, that they're, those are both really emotional moments that you're going to have a specific, it, it may or may not hit you, but like, I'm 100% okay. on board with what Pat's saying. Okay. Well, we haven't heard from Erica or Allison who yep. also voted for this mm-hmm. moment. Um, I mean, like, it's, really it's hard. hard. Yeah, it is. It's really hard. Like, <clears throat> for me, like, it, Alex kind of won me over on Forgotten Anne. For me, this list looks like. Uh, Yakuza, Forgotten, and Florence. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Yeah. I also know that I'm like the only one that didn't really like Spider-Man. So, but uh, <clears throat> I, the thing is, is that they're all good moments. You know, there's not. Yeah. This is not saying these moments are bad. It's right. just yeah. This is it's me being stressed group, about yeah. it though. <laughs> no, I yeah, think Spider-Man's moment is good. I just think those three moments, because like I can tell you that I'm not arguing for Florence's best mechanic. I can tell you that that first date chapter before seeing it in later chapters, I put this on the list after that playing that chapter that's fair it, it was only later that then the return of the conversations was so meaningful but yeah. like seriously i played that game i wasn't even going to play it i bought it like months and months ago and then i remembered oh i should play through that on a lunch break where i went home to eat lunch because i live close to where i work i played up through that chapter and i was sobbing at the end of that chapter yeah. again not out of sadness but because it was such a amazing to see like you get the three pieces and I was like, Oh, that's so sweet that they, that they conveyed it this way. And then as it gets easier mm -hmm. watching those scenes of them, like grow closer and how it gets easier until they kiss at the end. It was just like yeah. so poignant and powerful. That's it's, just such a, yeah, it's incredible, really, it's really evocative. Yeah. And, and I think it's, I think it's a shame to, I do think it'll get, a, it'll, it'll get something elsewhere. But I, I think that it's very similar to the residents of Celeste from a very different angle. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and I don't think that Spider-Man has the same kind of complexity to it that mm. either of those moments have emotionally. Um, I would kind um, of disagree because I, I don't yeah. know if, uh, like, I, I mean, I, I absolutely obviously love Florence, but I, I think by the nature of Spider-Man having a much longer narrative and by having a lot more character development, I mean, and, and that's not necessarily like anything against Florence because Florence is a 45 minute experience, but I think that there's a lot of buildup to the character development involved with with spider-man I, I guess I, but i think with florence then it kind of becomes what you bring to it like you are the character like well, in whatever also, you whatever you bring to it like pat his personal experiences he bring to he brought to it and then he got a certain experience from it where i brought my experiences my experience wasn't as powerful but i still like found the mechanic of like the conversations interesting and like neat the other thing to consider is that aside from maybe Forgotten Anne, Florence is the only game on this list that is so powerful because it is a video game. I understand mm -hmm. that, like, I'm not saying that Spider-Man can't have emotional weight, and this is going to come back to bite me in the ass later because you could say the same thing about Yakuza. But, but all, but Celeste, Spider-Man, and Yakuza could have been moments in an incredibly powerful comic book or film yeah. or novel. Whereas mm. Florence does not work outside of the context of a video game. Sure. Yeah. And I that's think fair. that's really I mean, important to I, the nature of the awards that we're doing. I watched Spider-Man as a movie basically. And the you knew moment did nothing for me. <laughs> so, okay. um, but like, you know, but I also didn't play it. So I can't, I can't like discount it on that, on that, on those merits. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's hard for me. Like I, I think also, I think Florence should be on this list. Uh, for me, it's Florence, Spider-Man, Yakuza um not in that order but those are the three i think should mm -hmm. win top three uh, okay um, well can we can we do Alex, can we cut celeste are, are you okay with that like i, I, I think mean, it should be on the I list don't i don't know I, like i i can really accept I that for it, but I still... based on the the passion for florence this list is not celeste spider-man and yakuza i don't think i can move forward with that as the list so we gotta cut either spider-man or celeste <laughs> 
I, I would sooner personally I would cut Spider-Man before Celeste in this moment, but okay, I'm gonna well, yeah, clear the vote. Well, well can we can we agree on one thing? Yakuza is in this. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, like it yeah. got three votes and everyone's super passionate about like, it. So we, we haven't we haven't talked Again, about it for a I reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to. It's I good. actually don't know if we the name of that clip. It's it's the eight hundred pound gorilla in this room. Yeah, I just moved it down because it's obviously separate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll we'll make a second change to that, but you know that's just me. <laughs> uh, so that means if we're doing voting between us, it's voting only between those four, right? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> Well, I'm going to throw in my vote with Forgotten Anne. That's obvious. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pat, your moment. I think well, we know what you're going to probably pick. obvious one I'm picking. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Erica. <laughs> hey. Eh. <laughs> uh, Allison. Sorry, my keyboard's not working, so I can't add the space. I'll add it. I'll add it for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Done. Well, it seems like we can cut Celeste. Jack. Well, Andre didn't vote. But uh, I mean, oh, sorry, Andre. I, I'm going to make things easier though, and I won't vote for Celeste. That's so sad. Yeah. I mean, hey, I my 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 that... moment of the year made it. Um, That's fair. <laughs> so like i'm not gonna complain too much but for me i i had i felt well it seems like I we can move spider-man down that's that that's, seems like it's not going anywhere that's so interesting to me i agree but maybe it's just I, I think i can admit to the fact that i don't care about comic book characters and also i watched mm -hmm. it as a movie so <laughs> As someone I think who, the thing for me sorry. is that there's no moment on this list that recontextualizes the entire game. Like Forgotten Anne seems like it does. And again, that I would have been fine with that going down to the finale. And the truth but, is, if if we want to cut Forgotten Anne from this and consider it as an entire story, I think there's a lot more context to that story, especially when you find out her past. And so I'm comfortable with doing that, but I have to say... Um, whereas I was willing to easily cut the missing because I actually do feel that it's an important game. I don't mm -hmm. think I'll be able to fight for forgotten and in a best story context for the three best. <laughs> so I don't want to be disingenuous and say to you, yeah, totally. We should do it that way because yeah. actually I think that probably yeah, no, sounds it doesn't, like the right it, way to do it. It doesn't give I, it a free pass of course, but yeah, well, no, 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 but I don't want to, I agree with the premise that it sounds like maybe it should be considered as a full mm -hmm. work in the similar mm -hmm. way to the missing. I just don't know that I'll be able to support it in that category. So I don't want to lie to you and tell no, you that's fine. We should consider it as a full work, get rid of it here to make it easy and then not come to its aid later on is all. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's <sighs> so. like, I can see either Florence or forgotten and going like, mm -hmm. again, like my vote is obvious for what I would cut, but you guys yeah. care about Spider-Man a lot. So I think thing for me too. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I do think though, it, I mean, this is a group awards thing and it's clear that Spider-Man was yeah. really resonant for three people here. So mm -hmm. it should probably move down and I can't be greedy about like, even though the argument you made for forgotten Anne is really powerful. Yakuza six is being a shoe in is kind of yeah. important. 
Well, it's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's obvious that that wins, but... I actually think, based on the... I was excited for this category because I wasn't sure what my number one is. Two of my three absolutely are here. Um, but I wasn't sure between Florence and Yakuza which one was my number one. And I think, based on having to defend Florence, Florence is probably my number one. Even though, in a narrative context, I think that Yakuza 6 is ending sequence is one of the most impressive I've seen. Um, I just think Florence is so powerful because it is a video game. Mm -hmm. Yakuza 6 could have been an amazing movie and it would have had a similar emotional impact. Maybe not quite as powerful because it is a journey you go through with the character, but Mm -hmm. Florence just doesn't matter at all if it's not a video game. Yeah, I I think there's totally something to that. Yeah, um, and similar to Sam's throw up hands from controllers moment, like when I got to that part in Florence, even though it's so early, I was just like, oh, <laughs> like it's yeah. kind of like a realize, like a sigh, like oh man, that's really cool. Like when you realize I my, um, how I yeah. like, was with with Florence too. It's just that feeling of like oh, that's sweet. Like you know, mm-hmm. yeah. just a very resident. Oh, it's the way it balloons uh, too. If it, if if it hadn't gotten easier, if the puzzles hadn't gotten easier. I wouldn't be fighting this hard for it. That yeah. mechanical. And then when the puzzles get harder again. Well, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's, I um, think that's a separate that's, moment. That's, that's the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not best moment. That, that's, that's, that's a separate. I think, I think we, I think we I can't talk, consider the second. We're talking half. about best moment. I think we should say the first conversation you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Or yeah. the last conversation you have. No, I think it's the first conversation. <laughs> I personally think if we're going to talk about how a moment recontextualizes the entire game, I think it's a little weird to say, but with Florence, the conversations are best mechanic. Cause that's like not a mechanic that happens every chapter where it's not like we're talking oh, yeah, about yeah. every time you get in a fight in sure. Yakuza, that would be best mechanic to me. So I don't agree that it's best mechanic, but I am also willing to concede that I think even if we only consider that first conversation, it is still one of the three and probably my favorite moment of the year. So I would definitely put it top three if we say the first conversation, but saying the conversations is a mechanic. It's not a moment. I'm going to change the name okay. of the moment right now. That's fine. You can we can say that specific chapter. Okay. And yeah, yeah I think that's that's one of the best three. First conversation, sure. Though the moment that comes before that's really cute too. When you fall off your bike. Okay. But anyways, so, we, yeah. so are we? <laughs> well, that was a good idea. Are we cutting Forgotten Anne? Uh, unfortunately, I think we are. Okay. Kill your darlings. It's so sad. Sorry, forgotten Anne. It is yeah. sad. But just I like think. the ending of Forgotten Anne. If, just, it, if it makes you feel better, Alex, I think I'm going to play that game even though you spoiled the end because yeah. it sounds it's, very good. It's, it's definitely on my list to play. For it's, her. So, it's, a, it's our legitimate number four for both of these categories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. No, that's true. It's an honor uh, just to be nominated. And I'm just going to go ahead and make an executive decision. You and say Yakuza we, 6 wins. Do we even need to talk about it? Because it's- I actually don't think we do. <laughs> and I think that, yeah. It's so I, good. It's very good. And, and like, I it think through all of this. made me ugly cry. Like, I, I was I think through sobbing. all this, Florence is still higher. It still wins for me personally. But I am very okay with Yakuza 6 winning this category. It's so good. Um, like, I, I just watched it and I was like, holy shit, that's fucking great. I, I rewatched it yesterday when Alex said he watched it and I cried again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so smart. Um, and it's so, 
yeah i don't know erica you just came off of it what how did you feel about it like reminder that we're not spoiling anything yeah Yeah, no you you can if you want but well no no sam's here without a warning for sam sam's here that's right yeah Yeah, no i'm not gonna spoil it i'll just say how i felt about it it was Mm -hmm. uh i i think i came off of it you know maybe a few hours ago and i like i came on this stream with like a red face because i was still <laughs> upset about it like i mean not upset but like yeah it's like uh, effect, upset. Effect, yeah, I guess. yeah 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 yeah. Moved, yeah 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 uh that fuck man that it's, it's, it's very they, they effective they almost very... don't pull it off but then they do yes yeah. exactly that's part of why i think it's so powerful is because they almost don't pull it off and then i just was like Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was really fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Just imagine if Rockstar had done it and they put like cinematic bars on it. Oh God! Fuck off. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way it could have been better. Yeah. Uh, and that's the last time we'll talk about Red Dead Redemption Two on this podcast. Uh, yes, it is. Really? Uh, it's not <laughs> up for any of the other categories. Is, is it up? Is, it's up for best visuals, but yeah. But I, I could see it not making I'm it through there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I realized, uh, so, well, okay. So that is going to do it for best moment. Yep. Our best moments are Florence and Spider-Man running up for Florence first conversation and Spider-Man you knew and Yakuza six takes the cake with Haruto's first takes his first steps, uh, which is literally the very end of the game. Uh, so, uh, you should play all those games. They're all good. And, and I want to say that like what we've talked about with Yakuza may sound like we've intrinsically spoiled things based on the way we've discussed it you should fucking play yakuza because that's not you you're gonna you're you you think you know now and it's it's the journey not the destination and and you would say would you guys say that it is a good entry point to the yakuza series absolutely that's that's really interesting i had never zero i had played like three or four hours of one two three and zero Mm -hmm. um but not nearly enough to have any real grasp of that that series um and now i am incredibly energized to go play the rest of those games because it's it's like it's so cool the way that that i mean you need to read the little uh interactive comics that uh that that they put out Um, which are really good by the way they are really good yeah. yeah um but they actually don't spoil the plots of one through they spoil one game's plot one game's ending which i actually already knew other than that they don't spoil any of the plots um and the game doesn't really spoil itself any of the past games. There's some characters that are or aren't there that you could see as spoilers, but really, I don't think it like cheapens the previous games or makes them less. Yeah, cool. cool. I'll have to play that sometime, and or maybe finish Zero, whichever. Yeah, like I've played Zero <laughs> earlier in the year, and I played uh, I played a little bit of Kiwami, but not a ton of it. Uh, Kiwami One, I should say. <laughs> um, but uh, they you definitely don't need that stuff to have it. It's more of like, you know, a character will pop up in a side quest. And you're like, Oh, I know who that is. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's not like you, you could definitely go in with six. Anyway, that's probably stuff to talk about later. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so just, I realized I didn't do this before uh, to recap best music. Uh, Florence won or Florence won best music. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. <laughs> no, it seems so crazy. Okay, yeah. Florence won Good best morning. music followed up by octopath traveler and tetris effect uh now if no one has any complaints we will move on to best visuals we certainly will Uh, this is not necessarily like most graphics or like best looking like most realistic people or anything like that it's hey what's a nice game to look at 
and yep. like what uses a really nice art style and complements itself or you know looks cool you know it, it or, could be a lot of things or is so impressive technically that yeah or, or, or is above and beyond technically but it does yeah. not mean that it's only like yes. most polygons or anything like right. that yeah. yeah best best use of art and like creative and nice yeah it could mean a whole lot of things and our list is all over the place yep. <laughs> uh so to start off with the nominees we have dragon ball fighters forgotten Anne, forza horizon 4 god of war just shapes and beats octopath traveler red dead redemption 2 return of the obra din spider-man and Tetris effect. Motherfuckers, you're not cutting Forgotten Man a third time. <laughs> you know, I think it'll just, it'll come through in best story, and that's what we're going to do. It will keep pushing it off. I think, I think Forgotten Man is a beautiful video game that deserves uh, it, recognition. It looks like a Ghibli movie. It looks more like a Ghibli movie, like a Ghibli thing than friggin' Nino Kuni did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so how are we starting this? Are we doing... Easy cuts. Uh, uh, is there anything anyone feels like should not be on here? We can, or cut, is like, we can cut just shapes and beats with this this crew. I think, I th- I think it's a really evocative style, and it's mm-hmm. really yeah. perfect. Like especially with mm-hmm. how it moves while you're like in songs, and it's like moving along mm-hmm. with the beat and stuff like that. But I don't think it's it also hangs. Very simple too, and and I think it's, in a good way. In a good way, yeah. But I don't yeah. think it necessarily. Mm-hmm. I like think it, that it is it, a good use of the art, but I yeah. think it's the gameplay that the art mm-hmm. provides is the powerful thing about it. Uh, sure. And surprisingly the characters. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I but, don't think I was quite as taken of the, as yeah. them with you are, but I do agree that they were very good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we can cut it. It's fine. Okay. I also think we can probably cut Forza from this list. I think it's, oh, it's really good. I think it's most graphics on my car. It's not the, like what, what Sam just said is accurate. It, it's, it's really, really beautiful and incredible technical achievement, but it's not as incredible a technical achievement as Red Dead or God of War. Um, I put those anime ladies on my car. I, don't I, I like I don't the way know. it looks a lot. I, I also think, though, the problem with, that I have with Forza, this is where it broke down for me. The cars look absolutely outstanding. The skyboxes are beautiful. <laughs> Some of the, the particle effects with like smoky tires and stuff and the streets look amazing. But when you kind of drive off the beaten path and get into the like deeper into the forest and stuff, it does look a little bit chunky in so, some of those places. So I thought you were say muddy, and I was like, well, you did it in the spring. So, so Pat, yeah. um, I think you're missing a core component to this, and that's what happens when you don't set your CPU to high. <laughs> uh, it should be noted, I've played this game on a PC at 1080p with the graphics on Ultra and on a 4K television on an Xbox One X. Uh, so I think it's an outstanding technical game. It's the best-looking driving game I've ever played. But um, uh, but it's also it's another one of those, and it's I mean I can put those anime ladies on my car, but there's other games where I can do that, and it, I don't think yeah. it's like above and beyond like last year's game or yeah. like the that's fair. I didn't like, play last year's Horizon game. Three. I mean, there are multiple games in this on this list that have animated anime ladies in them. So. But, <laughs> but they're not on a car. <laughs> missing. There's anime okay, lady. You know what? Car. You make a very good point. We can cut Dragon Ball as well. No. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Dragon Ball so perfectly like captures the feeling of yeah, the- and I don't think it's where we should be cutting it yet. Did, did we okay. keep uh, what was it Xenogear last year? 
Xeno, uh, no, but that was not one of the best like, Xeno Gear. I don't think any of us played Xeno Gear. Xeno Gear was released a long time. No, the Xrd Rev Two, but that was Blade Chronicles Two. But no, Xrd Rev Two, the fighting game, it looked fucking amazing. Rev. But oh, like sorry, yes, yeah, 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 Guilty yeah, Gear. No, 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 Guilty, Guilty Gear. Gear. Yeah, sorry, sorry, not Xeno Gear. My bad. <laughs> Xeno Gear is an old JRPG. Yeah, sorry. I was like Xeno. I was thinking of Xeno Blade. I was like, um, so I'm willing to. Let's cut Spider-Man because think, the character models look yeah. shit. Really? I thought the faces were pretty evocative, but... Yeah. But well, I, I, I don't only know watched necessarily one. things with God of War. And, There's yeah. better faces this year. And if we're looking at games that are trying to do that style of graphics... I agree. That's Red Dead is better. Yeah. God of War is better. Yes, I okay. agree. Peter's face is hella creepy. I don't know. I agree. Peter's face <laughs> is bad. I love Peter's He's face. He's the main character also. and his face is actively bad. It's really <laughs> funny. I don't agree with that, but okay. It's, but, it's a little... MJ is the best looking... I mean, you can also... Aside from Stan, MJ is the best looking character model. That the New York... MJ is the best character in the game. Um, you, could, you could argue that the New York they made is a little sterile feeling. I, kind of. yeah. I think that the buildings look as good as they need to, but I don't mm. think there's anything there that made me go, wow. And it's, I don't know if it's not something... That, I think it looks good, but I don't think it's necessarily top three good, so... yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man yeah. looks awesome. The character of Spider-Man, the suit, totally. the way yeah. he moves. Yeah, that's because you don't have a face on it, so it's just like a... His thing. model is amazing, Yeah, yeah. but yeah. that's it. The, the way he... I love the way he looks as he swings through the air and, like, you know, does his flips and shit. I think that looks like... Just his natural flips, not, like, the weird spin-the-stick stuff. That looks kind of garbage. <laughs> but, like, the way he, like, flips when you get to the top of a swing and let go and, yeah. like, backflips so, and then go into a dive and stuff. That looks, stuff looks incredible. So, I think in terms of stuff that... If we're going to say... What are the top three that this... So, oh, this is Return of the Oberdin is one of my top three best-looking games of the year. <laughs> However, it's, it's, I think yeah. I think as a group list, I don't know oh. our top oh, three. Oh, it's my I'm number one. For sure, it's, it's my, my one top three. <laughs> okay, I, great. I cool. think it, it makes mind. this list. I don't... Okay. Not my number one. I don't even know what my number one is, but I don't oh, think it... I'll, I don't think Return guys, of the Oberdin. You guys all feel really strongly. I'm just not going <laughs> to... I won't. I won't <laughs> no, no, please. But it actually, like bothered you right like it actively gave you a headache yeah like right? gave me a headache and like yeah i had I to mean, like um i found it that like obfuscated things in a way like like sometimes i, I found the art got in the way of things i, I agree uh, there were times where i was like what the fuck is happening here yeah but i, I kind of like agree. that about but that yeah. game. it could have been deliberate i don't know i i, I was put yeah. off by it but like that game to, is meant to be difficult and I kind of liked that. Yeah. And I hear you about the, the headache stuff that sucks and I'm not going to like down. I don't mean to downplay that, but I oh, didn't have that issue. So I don't know that that disqualifies it from, yeah. I was, I just think the fight, well, we can have the fight later. <laughs> yeah. uh, like I think it's a pretty impressive technical achievement that Lucas Pope wrote his own shaders for that <laughs> in like, yeah. like, made something that actually looks legit like an apple II, and it's totally in my top three i don't want to suggest I'm not throwing it under the bus i just didn't know that everybody else is as passionate about the visuals I'm, specifically so uh, i'm i'm saying maybe we don't have to cut it yet i could i could see yeah. it going it's fine but we can, we can uh, it. so how do we feel about tetris effect i think that I, theater mode is real neat but also like it's hard to enjoy the visuals because when it's like behind the tetris mm-hmm. um and like I think the visuals alone aren't anything to write home about. That's like a full uh, package thing. I, I think, well, this is really 
specific and dumb. I think it's the best use of particle effects that I've seen since the like this console generation. Since Fantasia for the PS2. Since Fantasia. <laughs> since Fantasia. Is that what it's called? Fantavision. Fantavision. Um, but um, like uh, Final Fantasy 15 has the best particle effects this generation. <laughs> I will stand by that forever. Like I, there's like I don't know. There's moments like uh, if you're watching the stream, you'll see one of them. But um, uh, there's one of the ladder levels where there's like the space station where the outline of it is like just going in really straight and fast and like really colorful lights and stuff. Like that's really, really cool. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I, I can like, see it going, but like I think, yeah. I, I think it is really, really strong. How is it in VR, Erica? Oh, it's so good. It's <laughs> very, very good in VR. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's definitely in my top three. If nobody else feels, it, I'm like willing to let it go. If you all want to let it go, but it's in I, my personal top. I don't. I don't think it has to go, but like, I haven't played it in VR, and I, I think like it's got good visuals. I'm just thinking, like to me, I think so much of that is tied to like tied with the music that makes it so good and like the way it interacts. But That's, I guess that doesn't yeah. disqualify it. Mm-hmm. It uh, seems like the kind of thing that like all of that is a cohesive mm-hmm. full picture. It That's why I don't. Yeah. Like when you look at a screenshot of Tetris effect and again, I'm not saying that this means that it's that, that this is why it should get disqualified. But if you look at a screenshot of any of the other games on this list, you're going to go, Holy shit. Whereas if you look at a screenshot of Tetris effect, it's not going to necessarily do anything to you when you're playing it sure the visuals coming at you maybe are a big part of it but there's yeah. i don't know and it like, doesn't, this, this like, category isn't best screenshot yeah. so no, I, I know I'm not, I'm not saying that that's why it should get cut but <laughs> up against other games on this list like yeah. i just don't know it, that there's moments that made me go oh that's really fucking cool in this oh, game okay we're like so, sorry yeah uh, say, return of the Oberdin and tetris effects seem like they're in the, cut the, of the same cloth where there are people who feel good about it and some people who are like Argh. well i'm I'm the well, only one who feels negative about Oberdin, so yeah yeah mm. but i just brought it up to be nice i <laughs> it is definitely one of my top three favorite best looking <laughs> no yeah no yeah that's, I, yeah no i'm not saying like yeah i'm not including i'm just saying yeah they're it's uh, uh, they're both like we, there are arguments, we, so. we can get back to it i have a question mm-hmm. Yes. Is, I think we should cut Red Dead. I was going to ask if Red Dead is anything other than like the most assets that are at high resolution. Uh, I I thought that game looked real nice. I just played on a regular PS4. I thought it looked real nice. I really liked exploring that world. Um, but it also, is. like, yeah, I, I I could see it going. Like, I'm not married to it, uh, but I like I think that game looks incredible. It has super strong visuals facial effects uh yeah I, I think the characters are like almost look like they're from a dishonored game sometimes so like some characters which is weird but. i think we're going to end up cutting it i think it's important to say that playing that game on an xbox one x on a 4k television it is the best looking game technically that i've ever seen i think it's okay to cut it because i think god of war is close and has better art direction so mm-hmm. of the technical games god of war gets my vote so I think it's okay if we cut Red Dead. But I think it's important to note that from a technical perspective, the attention to detail and the the, the fidelity in that game is yeah. better than anything I've ever seen before. Uh, in no actually almost, but, uh, it also, though, I don't I want to be clear, not just in video games. Like this is the animation in that game is better than most CG movies that I've seen, like Pixar stuff, mm-hmm. in terms of its technical like prowess. Yeah, so that's is- important to note, but it is a rock star ass rock star game. <laughs> yes. It's not in my personal top three for art direction reasons. 
I think part of the thing that's so impressive is that that it's an open world game, but it still looks that good where Mm. and like I think open world games for the past while have actually looked pretty good. But you kind of think like, oh, their their stuff is spread out over so much space that they're going to not be able to put in like a ton of effort into the assets in this area. But I think it all looks pretty good. Uh, Forgotten Anne, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Return of the Oberdin, Tetris Effect. Uh, so I, I seem I noticed you missed a game there. Uh, because it's going to be our number one game for best visuals. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Man, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. It captures like the frenetic movement of like the like the battles in the TV show. It's everything's all over the place. It feels so snappy and like the way moves clash. Supers look fucking sick. Yeah, but like, I'm Guilty fighting Gear. that good fight with you, but, Andre, on this one. Guilty Gear did it. I, Guilty Gear I, did it last year. <laughs> it wasn't. Was it last year? Xer uh, two, two yeah. years ago. Xer two but, was. But, but Dragon Ball is such a specific. It's different though. Yeah. It's it's a little bit like Guilty Gear looks like a really good anime hypothetically, whereas Dragon Ball actually looks like a really good manifestation of the but real it, anime that it Yeah. It, looks like you want the show to look like the shows from you know like the 90s and so like there's some age to it but like it's a really great faithful like up or modern like adaption of that stuff into into 3d and like it's real easy to make 3d models of that stuff look not great like in the budokai tenkaichi games um i think there's two games on this list we could cut before it although one okay. of them it sounds like people are pretty passionate about so maybe uh so god of war goodbye thank you see you so long no, no, no. i no. think the animation again in god of war like the expressions on kratos face oh, yeah. it's... uh the interactions of uh interactions between characters and how real that feels uh seals that game's place no, it's yeah, also I, we I can't discount it took uh, Norse mythology has been kind of done to death visually mm. over the course of the last 10 years. And yet this game still felt fresh to me from a visual perspective, even though it didn't necessarily buck. It wasn't like a total reimagining or something mm. of those concepts, but like the scale of the world serpent when it appears and not just the scale, like it's it's so impressive on a large like because it's so big but also the way it animates is so incredible and like yeah. the mm. dragons are so incredible and I, and yeah. i think part of it is the way it takes you through that game with like the camera view and doing like the single yeah. shot and like yeah i, I don't know if we want to include it. it but like the cinematography is very yeah, strong part of that yeah. that's that's really fair actually. like the way it the way it frames its shots and things like that. Yeah. Think about the design of the enemies and stuff. Like the first enemy you see in the game is like a pile of shards and magma and they're like dripping and like shumbling towards you. And they're the most basic boring enemy in the game, but they look yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um yeah, so I, I don't know. I think yeah. God of War kind of has to that, stay. I, w- I was being facetious when I said it, but yes, uh, it's good that we, you know, <laughs> had the chance to uh, uh, had the chance to talk about why we think it should be on here. I think we, uh, Allison. Yep. You mm-hmm. and I need to have a fight. Oh. Okay. About Octopath. About Octopath versus Forgotten End, because I think it has to be one of those two. Mm. If we're talking about one of those two games. 
I mean, I, I, think, I agree, but... You know, I I'm think, willing to give up Octopath. I, I think it's beautiful, and I think some of the sprite work is some of the best I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. It's it's really gorgeous, and especially some of the lighting effects are really good, but I feel like I'm the only person who's really passionate about that. I think so. it's the best visual gimmick in that I think that the... And I don't mean gimmick in, like a, in a pejorative way. Right. I, I think, like, the way that it projects 2D characters on 3D backgrounds is really impressive mm -hmm. and cool and awesome and yeah but like it's also not once you've seen it for a while and I've played that game for probably nine hours once you've seen it for a while it just sort of fades into just being this is a very pretty game I, th I think that I think that specific thing does I think there is especially some of the later boss fights have really impressive sprite work that I think is really good um, and aesthetically really important. But again, I, I, I feel like I'm the only person who's really passionate about it. So I'm willing to let it go. Okay. Uh, fare thee well, Octopath Traveler. This is not one of your eight paths. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. But it so. is one of the eight best looking games of yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's maybe. I would agree. Yeah, I think that is. I, I it's would, possible. I'm, I'm not That's our top six. So, um, but, you know, maybe we cut some things earlier than we needed to. You know, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I think Nino Cooney too looks a lot better than Forgotten Arm. Having watched some video of that game, I actually disagree. I think uh, I hard disagree. <laughs> I think yeah. Forgotten Arm looks like a legitimately like hand animated movie. Yeah. I there, think there, Grand is probably one of our three. There's personal. a couple points where it doesn't look so good, like when it'll zoom really close in on a character or something like that. And then, then you can kind of see the, the, the edges. But I think overall, like um, in, a, in a second in the stream, you're going to be seeing some stuff. And like the, the UI looks kind of ugly, too. I know it's like a very minor. I mean, yeah. I mean, if we want to put on the list, I won't carry on talking about it. I'm just saying I don't think it looks that great. Uh, I think it looks pretty outstanding. Uh, I, I actually like think I think Dragon that, Ball looks a lot better. I don't know that I'd say a lot better, but I don't think that the fight is between Dragon Ball and Forgotten Anne personally. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say my personal take on this list is Dragon Ball God of War Oberdin. Uh, I would say this list is probably Dragon Ball Forgotten Anne God of War, even though Oberdin is on my top three. Uh, I I, see, I'd we say like Forgotten Anne God of War Oberdin. Oh, I'm fine with that too. Uh, do we need Tetris Effect on this list? I don't That's, think so. I it's really good. I think, I think it's real neat, but I think it's I, in without, my personal top three. Yeah, but I'm okay. Yeah, with it. Yeah. Okay. Like, like I think it's real neat, and I like the visuals. I just like when it's up against these these yeah. other four. There's. Fuck. There's How did you people manage to put me in a position where I'm arguing against Return of the Oberdin? <laughs> <laughs> you put yourself what in that. You and I'm arguing for, for it, which is like the weirdest thing. I'm, see, I, I'm okay. Yeah, no, it's. I am in like, love with the way that game looks. Me I too. Was fuck. Like I, I did have like issues with it, where I was like, for, or like it, for, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? So but we're talking also, about like personal um, residence. It was definitely my top three, but I can't disrespect like dragon ball didn't grab me from a gameplay perspective so i just didn't play that much mm -hmm. and it's purely because i'm just not a fighting game person mm -hmm. and i need to accept that mm -hmm. but like i can't say that we should cut that game and forgotten man i think is is 
incredibly beautiful, and I don't think we should cut that game. And God of War is probably my number one, even though Oberdin is definitely in my top three. So mm -hmm. that's my logic behind why I... Mm -hmm. <sighs> I, think, I can see Oberdin going... What about the scene with the lightning where you walk through the it lightning? Looks, it looks it's cool. really cool. Sam. What about the really first cool. time when the memory starts and you see but, the Kraken? Okay, so oh God, that made me want to stop so, playing so, the game. It's so <laughs> we'll cool. get there. Really? Yeah. So I, Sam, you you want forgotten on forgotten Anne after, off this list? I can't speak. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, like for me, okay. looking at forgotten Anne and Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball's cooler looking. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like the art style is super cohesive and nice okay. and uh, I, I, I've only watched three minutes of Forgotten Anne while we were having this conversation so and I just watched a trailer and skipped through to see different looks at this game this isn't cool as it doesn't look very nice if, and if we cut I, if we cut Forgotten Anne in our top 10 it is number four no, it has no. It has to be. Down. It's been number four no, in every other category. He's right. He's no, right. It's I know. I'm just. I'm, it's a joke. In best visuals. Oh, in best visuals. I best visuals. visuals. No, I'm no, saying no, if it's no. cut here, it's number four again. No, 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 no. <laughs> that means it's number four on the top ten. I actually. Just, know. I'm joking. I'm joking. I know, but but still no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess. I guess that's. I mean, I'm happy with any permutations of this list where God of War stays on it. I think God of War is a lock. I, I, I think so too. This is the one I would have cut, but I'm okay with it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you mm -hmm. haven't you haven't played it though, Eric. I haven't played it, but I've seen a bit of it, and I yeah. think Forgotten Anne looks better. And for me, I like Dragon Ball a lot. I I think that's <laughs> sort of similar to. I would say the same thing about. To me, Tetris Effect was an would have been an easy round one first game to cut, yeah. but I hadn't played it, so yeah, yeah. But like Oberdin is easily easily my favorite looking game like this year and i think also just based on like what you guys were saying about uh you know that it can be difficult to see certain things because of the art style i feel like that was a deliberate choice that yes. i like and i agree yeah. with you on that 100 percent. yeah yeah i i it, for me it's if, if i'm looking at these four oberden is above and beyond my favorite but cool I'm glad to hear it, <laughs> even though. Uh, uh, was, yeah, we're just. I would cut. also say we're like there. Are... Forgotten Anne. <laughs> oh, damn it! I feel really bad about cutting Forgotten Anne because I think it's. I haven't played it. I've seen. I watched probably 20 minutes of it, and it looked like the best visuals in that style of like hand drawn, not specifically the Ghibli style, but like the hand drawn style yeah. that maybe I've ever seen. What so, about Gorogoa? Uh, I eh. think that, I mean, I haven't played through Gorogoa. I've just watched like 20 minutes of footage of that too. I think Forgotten Gor Anne is compelling to me. Gorogoa is really busy. That's, it's so different too. Like, that's yeah, such yeah, yeah. Di so different I, styles. I'm looking at Forgotten Anne. I don't know if I'm crazy about the way character moves but this is just like from the very beginning of the game so and you know it's hard to say and stuff like that yeah some of the faces it's look just, a little wonky but i mean okay some of the stuff looks wonky but nothing looks wonky at dbfc but but no one's trying to cut dbfc no i think we're i all think in the, that's uh, i mean i okay. think if i had to cut any of them i would uh, that's what i would cut but you know i would uh, i 
I would cut Forgotten Anne over Dragon Ball, but I think Return of the Oberdin and God of War are locks for this list for me personally. And our Erica and Allison, I don't want to speak for you guys, but I think Oberdin's a lock for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely in my top three. I would have been willing to let it go if everyone else was willing to fight for Forgotten Anne, but if everyone else is going to fight for Oberdin, <laughs> I feel bad not... I mean, Alex I don't think fight. anyone has said the faces in Oberdin are wonky. We've had the comment. The faces. Uh, I think that kind of goes without saying that they are deliberately wonky, though. I, I spent, yeah, yeah. I spent like every three hours thinking a character was Chinese and he wasn't. Uh, <laughs> right, and I, again, I think that's purposeful, but I don't know. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't. But, I wouldn't say that's even. That's that's not even remotely in the same. I was just like, what is happening here? It, yeah, I don't know. There. I don't think we're trying to compare the faces of Forgotten Anne and Return yeah. of the Oberdin. No, yeah. I'm literally just saying that Alex freely admitted the faces in Forgotten Anne are wonky. And I wouldn't say that about any of the other of these games. But if yeah. it's like okay. a very minor point, like that's, that's what it sounds yeah. like. I don't, yeah, I don't like, think that's... I had I hitches know, in God of War. I'm not going to say that disqualifies it. Right. I had some serious... Yeah, I had some serious hitches o- in God of War, o- too. Obradin gave me a fucking migraine. So, like, <laughs> I, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't think... I think that's the strongest argument out of all of them, is it gave him a migraine. I but don't, I don't it, agree that that's a particularly strong argument. No, but I I, I'm... I mean, if it's fine. Like it, if, it's, if it's, like, terrible to look at like i think like if it is physically unpleasant for you to view i think i feel like that's a i think it's a technical uh, achievement yeah it's a a really good one and i don't think we should cut it either but yeah i'm fine cutting forgotten man i know i'm the only one who played it (laughs) I'm, I'm I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> no, it's I fine. don't feel good about this. To be, I clear. don't. I don't feel. Good about this it. is the hardest cut of all. For of what them. it's worth, I would have cut God of War and kept Forgotten Anne, but it's okay. <laughs> I don't, what I don't if think God of War leaves you? Think uh, about his individual beard hairs and how you can see all of them. Oh, yeah. little, uh, remember, remember when Sam put Cade rides the thing? In <laughs> 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 yeah, but like. Let's think about that. Let's think about the better so time. Let's think about when we <laughs> cut Cade rides the thing and Sam showed video of it on his surface <laughs> for the rest of the conversation. Anyway, you guys needed to know how many beats there are between him deciding to ride so, the thing. I think that, the thing. I don't know how I swear I stand anymore because going into this category, it was pretty clear to me that God of War was number one with Oberdin as a close second. But y'all are making arguments for Oberdin that makes me think maybe that's one that wins this category. For me, no, I agree with you, Pat. That's me too. I I think it's God of War. Like, I, I could think. be. I am fine with God of War or Oberdin winning this category. So I am not going to. Get I I, I, I mean, wouldn't be disappointed either way. I do think that Oberdin is more interesting, but it's. <laughs> I mean, it's night and day. I think I, most anime would go to Dragon Ball. I would say that <laughs> like, Dragon Ball was only lessened for me because of Guilty Gear. That's the only but, reason okay, I would okay, have anything. So, so there's the backgrounds it. and there's a mechanic. It's part of visuals, but there's a mechanic. When people shoot a blast at you, you can reflect it. And, if they, and you'll reflect the blast into the background and then like it'll destroy the background and change the way it looks. Best mechanic isn't a category. No, <laughs> I had no. to go. Changes the visual. Changes the visuals. I also think Dragon Ball, for the way that its art style is, is so unbelievably fluidly animated. Like, I feel like it shouldn't 
be as smooth as it is. Mm-hmm. And it's really, so really. What you're saying is that that game is illegal. <laughs> In that case, we should strike it from the list altogether. <laughs> what I think we're saying is that God of War has the smoothest animations of any game. Uh, you can throw the axe and then call it back, and it looks cool. It, it does look pretty cool. And like the fact that the axe takes longer to come back when you leave it places. That is not we'll a come visual thing. That, later. That's, that's that is not, not a cool. visual thing. <laughs> you stop that. It's more of an audio thing, actually. <laughs> Yeah, you were the one who said we should, or maybe you did say we should do best sound. Anyway, the point is... I said best sound, yeah. You did. I'm fine with either God of War or Return of the Oberdin, but I do think that Return of the Oberdin has a more interesting art style than God of War, Same. even though I think that, that God of War is Agreed, a yeah. greater technical achievement. So, uh, God of War is most graphics, and Return of the Oberdin is least graphics. <laughs> That's very true. Which do we want to yeah. win? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. For me, it's I know, so Andre. Return of the Overgen. <laughs> so Return like of Alex, the Overgen. I mean, I Alex, have no, could Alex just, is just mad in general. No, I'm not mad. I just have no, I know, I just, I have no hey, horse you, in this race. Hey, you know what else is anime, Alex? Hmm. That's true. <laughs> That's, vote for Dragon Balls. I'll vote for Forgotten Anne. I'll vote for, I'll vote for Guilty Gear. <laughs> Next year is going to be Alex coming back as Punished Venom, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> like one robot red arm. <laughs> So it sounds like, like so, I brought Forgotten Anne again. Let's, let's simplify this to put some votes on here, just just so that we can see it. Yeah, okay. Visualized. Okay. Uh, so okay, Alex, I'm going last. You don't get to vote based on how other people voted. We we already agreed up to this. <laughs> I'll go next. I'm not going to do that. I just want to go last so I can sip my water. Okay. <laughs> okay, Erica. Okay. Alex, <laughs> I know you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't. I still don't have a strong horse in this fight. <laughs> uh, if I'm forced to pick, I guess it would be here. See, this is what I didn't want to have happen because I feel okay with either. Very okay with either of them. Sam, do you have a opinion that's stronger than mine? Either way, uh, between God of War and Oberdin, I'm kind of similar in terms of I love the presentation of Oberdin. I feel like the faces win it for God of War. So, but here's like the question: the, the expressionality of the characters, which is achieved through the, which obviously is the visuals. The thing, though, is that it's not obviously the visuals. It's just as much the performances as it is the visuals and the animation itself. Mm-hmm. So that maybe is a factor, because I think you're right that, but I think that if you took those animations and ripped them out without or muted them, they would still look technically very powerful, but I don't know that they would have the impact that Oberdin has from but, a visual perspective. I mean, you can still do like the performance capture and stuff and do all that and have it not look great. Agreed. I agree. But I think if, I don't think that we should pick God of War over Oberdin based on the and I know we're not comparing the faces, but based on the faces in God of War, I think that the reason God of War is so impressive to me is more the scale, the environment, the, and, and so that's really where it comes down to, to me between the two is, um, and where that's all you also asked Sam, his opinion. And that was what his, no, no. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's (laughs) yeah. I've done it. I don't feel good about it. 
I mean, I don't want to be the tie-breaking vote between these two video games because I'm very, I could very you much are. You're the tie-making vote. <laughs> oh, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Well, the deciding vote between whether it's a tie or not. I don't know that I'm comfortable being in that position. Well, I don't know that I can do it fairly. Uh, no, I know I did. I'm not, but I, I was kind of hoping that maybe Alex would vote for Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping that other people would pick over Din so that then I don't have it's to. literally like for me they're essentially neck and neck and like God of War is ahead by a nose like the difference in between how I feel about those games is so minor it's 99% versus 100 the thing I that I'm like, struggling with is that I Return of the Overdone is is uh, multiple spots higher than God of War for me on my personal like overall game of the year list. So I'm having a hard time separating the visuals mm-hmm. from my feelings on the game as a whole, I guess. The, the thing for me with Oberdin is I think it's neat, but like I like looking at God of War far more and like it being in that space and seeing the art. Whereas Oberdin, I was like, oh, hey, this is like a neat gimmick. I will say that I think Erica makes a really good point about Return of the Oberdin's visual obfuscation being relevant to the actual sure. gameplay yeah, sure. in a way that I don't know that that can be said for God of War um, because of the nature of the game, though. So like, yeah. I'm not saying that's a super compelling difference between the two, but I yeah. think it's a really good point. It, neat gimmick. <laughs> Return of the Oberdin's graphics are a part of the game. Best visuals, not best mechanic. (laughs) Well, okay, but... (laughs) I'm just being an asshole. I know, I know you are. I'm not actually offended. Look, I'm the heel of this podcast, Andre. Don't fucking take my only thing. (laughs) I took Cade right as a thing from you. I'll take this too. I don't know. I think think for visuals, I gotta go God of War. I really do. Mm Mm-hmm. But it, this is the closest award for me so far. Uh, it absolutely is for me too, and I don't know. I, don't, I think this will be closer for me in terms of how I feel about the actual game of the year. I think that a lot of this is apples and oranges just because they're so different. Oh, they I really, agree with they you really yeah. completely. So yeah. hard that's why I'm struggling so much, a team, I think. Yeah. team of uh, one versus a team of hundreds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Much but like, we can't look at it that way, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I would say, uh, yeah, and that's that. You know, I, we have totally like three distinct looking games on here, and I think that's really cool. It is really cool, and they're all and here for a different were, reason. If this were best visual design, and we weren't combining technical and art direction, visual design, I would give to Oberdin in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, and sure. if this were best visuals technical, I would give it to God of War in a heartbeat. So it's mm-hmm. it's the challenge, but I think that because God of War is so impressive technically. And it also is really well designed from an art design perspective. I think I have to go lean that direction myself. Sure. Honestly, I had I did not expect Dragon Ball to make this list. Oh, I'm super happy it did. I think I'm, I'm happy too. I, I did would have, not expect it to. I would have taken Forgotten Anne over Dragon Ball because I think Forgotten Anne is beautiful in a similarly like looking like an animated thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dragon Ball is a stunningly good looking too yeah. so uh. uh so that means god of war is our best visuals winner for 2018 followed up by return of the Oberdin and dragon ball fighters Z. fighter z 
but I believe they said it's just fighters, even though it's a big capital Z at the end. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with those people over at Bandai Namco? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, so that's pulled that tooth. Now we've got best story. Motherfuckers. Do you think we should take a break sometime? Just Can uh, we do like a short break rather than the long, like a, like a, like like a, a 10, 15 minute? Or it, like even shorter than that? Five, five to ten. Five to ten. Let's yeah. get up and stretch. Yeah, stretch, get some, refill my water, use the bathroom, order pizza. Try it out. I don't want to get up now because my cat's selling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would appreciate like five to ten. All right. Uh, okay. But five yeah, to I'll ten. Good time. Just We're actually making really good time. I'm, we are. Frankly. Yeah. I about an hour per on, category. So. But based on how some of these discussions have gone, I imagine the rest of it is going to be tough. Awesome. I did not realize that best story was such a short list. I thought it would be a lot longer. I, I uh, think there were like some much clear, more clear cut examples of best story. And since this is the second time we're doing it, I think we have a better idea of what plays and what doesn't. Yep. All right. I'll be back right. in like five okay. minutes. Okay. I'm going to be doing that too. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm.